Hello and welcome to the Melomancy Podcast. Casual reminder that John McAfee didn't kill himself. My name is Dylan. My name is Victim. God damn it. I'm Rick or Skuma. It's still fine. <laughs> he changes it every time. Uh, and then joining us today, special guest Trio Doug. Trio Doug, Twitch.tv, Shitposter Club, and Twitter if you add a zero. <laughs> How you doing, man? The almighty gamer. Almighty gamer. I'm doing all right. How are you guys? Right. The, the Fediverse is original gamer. I don't know mm-hmm. if anyone really discussed video games on the Fediverse before you did. Nope. It's a weird phenomenon. And I, I was telling Rick about this in the pre-show, right? So uh, I'll ask you some actual interview questions in a minute, but just <laughs> bear with me for a second, right? So so there we were, right, on the Fediverse. And there there are gamers. They're not talking about video games. They're 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 making fun of people, saying getting stuff off their chest that they can't do on other platforms and posting cringe, right? Yes. Some may argue that those things I just described are also cringe. And but here here's Trio Doug who talks about video games and video game accessories. Then oh, you have God. you have other corners of the Fediverse that have long since blocked our server because we're on some old block list that are outdated anyway. And they didn't have anything interesting to say anyway, because um they don't have gamers either. In fact, being a gamer is going to get you blocked because <laughs> gamers are bad. We're, we're what, horrible people. Wasn't it you uh, yourself, Shiro Doug? You you were the one that said there's there's just there's more game devs than gamers. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it. Yeah, and we're talking there's like more game devs, shitty indie devs that'll never amount to anything. Yeah, and, and the difference <laughs> the difference being, see, game devs design games where you shoot people, but gamers they shoot people. So yeah, so yeah, so gamers bad. Right? Only like, hey yeah. hey hey. Only if you're white. That's what Neil Druckmann cool. does. <laughs> you're like, as long as it's not, you're safe. True. You're not hanging out in a school. <laughs> gamers won't get you guys. Just Perfect. That's that. that's why that's why I fly through all of the all of the different blocks because they look at me and they're like, "Fuck, he's not white." Shit. <laughs> they're just at a loss for what to, to do. It's like oh, no. he's untouchable. <laughs> all our tricks don't work. <laughs> Uh, maybe if we just say that he said something about black people, it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. That's why it brings me back to uh, you're talking about the Great Gamer Wars. That's why I <laughs> I was a I was a, a, a combat veteran because I was untouchable. <laughs> you were one of those fun. undesirables that they were really mad existed. Like, oh, exactly. The people yeah. we're making fun of aren't all white. <laughs> but the only so, way it could have been worse is if you're a woman. Yeah, and you know, you know, I I could I could become one at any time if I wanted. Mm-hmm. Very true. So for the the listeners that are you know listening, uh, binging our show in twenty thirty episode back to back to back to back, we're talking about the those events that took place in twenty fourteen, right? Yes. <laughs> so uh, the, the the funny thing about that, right, is there was a hashtag for it, right? It was called I think it was called Not Your Shield, right? Not Your Shield, yeah. Not Your yeah, Shield. Man. It was basically a collection of people who. Uh, were right also angry at journalists during the Gamergate era, and they were not white, and they're like, "Hey, stop speaking for me. Um, I don't buy this, <laughs> right?" Because the the oh. journalist narrative is that the the people who were critical of journalists at the time only do it because they either hate women or because they're white, right? And so that totally disenfranchised people like you, Trio, right? Yeah, who are yeah. not white, <laughs> but totally in line with. You know, this is bullshit. I don't like this. Journalists are scum. I also made right. fun of my fucking beard. They didn't, they didn't even get to see my beard. At <laughs> How rude. Oh. How Did rude. you wear a fedora too? No. 
That wasn't a very convincing But it was because no. of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, you had pretty short hair back then, uh, Victim. I remember. Yeah, yeah I kind Hair of gone and come and gone back and forth. Yeah, oh, I remember. I still have a, a one of those meme edits of those like porn ads where it's like you know this motherfucker, oh, fuck. right? Uh, <laughs> oh, I remember that. And it's an old picture of you from like yeah. your MySpace profile or something. That's and hilarious. It's like you had short like, I mean, it was like ear length hair, right? Like it wasn't short yeah. like mine, right? Like I, I got the school shooter haircut. I even the hard part's grown in, but. Uh, I'll get it See, cut again soon. If I wasn't balding, I, I would risk it and go back short. Oh, well, all you got to do, Dylan, is make sure that you, you know, just keep the top longer and, mm-hmm. you know, really go for that Hitler youth look. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Nah, I, I, I will reclaim it. Like, I, I like the, the shaved side and the, and the, the movable top. Like, if it's too short that it doesn't move, I don't want it, you know? Like, yeah. It works for me. It compliments my weird head. <laughs> so, you know. Trio. Your word's not mine. <laughs> it's not the first time you've done our show. Last time you were on our show, it was just me. And I also had Moon on, also another guest. Yeah, it was with Moon. Yeah, it was awesome. And But, you know, Vic wasn't here. Uh, Rick wasn't here. Sarge wasn't here. He's still not here. So it's like, I mean, I talk to you all the time, but, like, how have you been? Now that we're, you I'm know, pretty good. recording and stuff. <laughs> pretty good. You know, just... Chilling, playing games, as usual. Playing lots of games. Mm. The huge. I gotta say, I'm very, week. very envious of your streamer setup. Like, thank you. I am, I am OBS retarded, right? Like, I have a single like cutout of my top monitor. Jitsi Meat is full screened. It's very mm. amateur. And if you're yeah. if you're looking at the the serious poster like stream output, right? I have this little banner at the bottom that's like not even like centered and like. <laughs> yeah it's uh it's kind of rough and i don't know how to get better and i'm very envious of of your your very very beautiful setup uh you know it's one of those things that i it, it took a lot of time effort beers and uh uh just patience you know just trying to figure it out i remember mm-hmm. just before my stream setup my stream setup was basically exactly like yours is right now back in the day uh yeah, back in the day, no face cam, no. I had I had a little border uh, that was still Shimagami Tensei inspired, and had like Ship Poster Club and stuff like that, but nothing else. Didn't do anything. It was just mm-hmm. just raw. And then uh, one day, I just decided I was like, you know, I, I had a, a vision of the Windows ninety five desktop, and I just figured out like, okay, how how the fuck am I gonna make this happen? So it, so I, for the listeners at home, up, right? For the listeners at home that don't know, your stream setup it looks like the desktop of a Windows ninety five. Like you got the bottom bar with the start button, mm-hmm. and you have advertisements. Like you have the little window squares yeah, yeah. for the taskbar, but it's like it's your social media, your Twitch link, and everything. Right? They look like minimized windows in a Windows ninety five taskbar, and then you have you know some icons on your desktop that's not really a desktop that are also your social links and yeah. then the game is in a little window and your face cams in another little window with the appropriate borders and titling and it looks like a fucking desktop and it's fucking slick and i bet you can yeah. move them around too can't you yeah yeah you can move it around i got them all grouped up together uh obs is still stupid so anytime like i had to <laughs> reformat it for uh the streams that i do with y and immediately right out the gate everything just broke (laughs) and and i just i just had to i had to spend a few hours just reorganizing resizing everything 
and it was a fucking pain in the ass. But mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I'm a yeah. I'm a perfectionist, so right. I, I need to I need to get everything the way I want it to before I move on. I've only just so barely. I, I don't have a border anymore for that very reason. <laughs> I, yeah, when I get, get the new cam. I was like looking at it. And I'm like, there's. I like I started trying to transform it, and I'm like, no, this isn't gonna fucking fit anymore. I'm like, nope, I'm nope, fuck, I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just buy something later on down the road. Yeah, victim's taking the phone pill. He's uh, his webcam is his phone. Yeah, well, nice. The rear cameras on your old cell phones are probably nicer than any webcam you own. That's I true. don't understand. That is true. Why? But fuck it. The webcam was garbage from the fucking get go. So. Yeah. What, like, what, what webcam did you have? Uh, well, it's right here. Let's see if it says what it is on it. It's just some old Logitech one, though. Mm, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah De- like Destiny had that one, and you remember how I think she... it's like a... Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's, it's like it's 1080p, but that's it. It's yeah, like that's, 30, uh, that's where a lot of uh, webcams cap out at is 1080p, which is fine, like, especially if you're doing, like, meetings or whatever, but... Yeah. It's not what you're looking for if you're streaming. Right. Yeah, you really, it's one of those things where, for webcams especially, if you're not paying several hundred dollars, you're just getting dog shit. Like, Mm. I have a, I have a Razer Keo Pro, Mm. and that cost me, like, fucking, like, $300. Wow. And, uh, it was one of those things, one of those purchases I made drunk one night, and (laughs) at first I regretted it, because I was like, fuck, I don't even need this, but, I mean, (laughs) it looks pretty good. Yeah. Oh, there you go. At least you didn't pay like a thousand dollars for a new fucking iPhone. <laughs> <Use that. laughs> yeah, that's true. No, I still have. I know someone who's about to do that, and I'm like, uh, if you got the money, I guess. I still got an S9 uh, that I'm not using that has like a I don't know how many megapixels that camera is, but I bet it's better than this webcam. <laughs> yeah, most likely. Yeah. So I've got the I got the S21 here, right? But like, I'm still using it as a phone. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I'm not brave like victim. Um, yeah, th- th- that is my phone that I use. The, so. the S20. Oh, yeah. Oh, your phone, right? No, 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 yeah. no, no. My, no, the, no, my webcam, sorry, is the phone that I also use. So this, no uh, notifications or distractions allowed. Du- dual purpose. <laughs> if I get a text message, my camera shakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's perfect. Uh, just In tell a, someone I'm just... having an earthquake or something. Fuck it. <laughs> it's like, I'm getting a message from the other side. <laughs> like, <laughs> just ridiculous but yeah like oh, my mom wants me to help her with dinner oh fuck it's like <laughs> i'm summoning you victim <laughs> like it's great but yeah like for obs i'm just dipping my toes in right like i have one kind of nice setup um with clone hero right but i followed a guide like it wasn't really my own right yeah like i downloaded a bunch of cutouts from some random google drive that i just sort of trusted listen and believe i guess right and um followed all the steps and it's a pretty sick setup though right because clone hero is you know free on open source guitar hero right there's no little background with cute little rock characters that were made for the game no it's a black background or a custom video if the song includes one right Mm. or your own custom background if you want so what streamers often do is they'll use these cutouts like i downloaded and they'll cut out the track where the notes are they cut out the scoreboard they cut out the little solo percentage thing and then with it all cut out because you have three different game uh sources of the same game and they're all cut out differently i can drag them around on the canvas and then the the big thing on my on my stream is my webcam nice so i'm fucking full screen and then the game is playing over my webcam like i'm the background really cool (laughs) yeah 
I, I need yeah, to do it more when, often. When I miss it. it. Mm-hmm. When you first showed it, it was really cool. I was like, damn. Like that's fucking See, sick. See, I, I would do, I would do stuff like that. Um, because uh, I mentioned it to you, Dylan, when you were mm-hmm. you were talking about the other night. Um, I had a friend who used to pull banners from every single game that he would play, and he would just banners. make custom banners on both the, I think it was the left and bottom or right and bottom, something like that. And then his camera would be in the corner, hmm. and so the game would take up the rest of the screen. But I don't know. I've always been really weird about that, and. Like I, I want to do more shit like that, but then at the same time, I'm just like, I don't know how small I want the game to be on my screen. Yeah, mm-hmm. my, your viewers I, are used to the full screen game too. That that's true too. Yeah, like I get really, I don't know the word ADHD, ADD, whatever. Um, and I sit like this fucking far from my screen. Like I'm right at it. Mm. <laughs> so the bigger the better for me. So that's how I've always been. But it's bad for But your I eyes. actually think that yeah, it's horrible for my eyes probably. <laughs> But, yeah, no, I don't know. I like those setups. I think they look cool. It's one of those ones where, like, I, I want to see. I want to get, like, a fucking BRB screen that's, like, fully animated. But mm-hmm. then I'm like, yeah, but I don't got a thousand bucks to drop on that. Yeah, you got to make it but, yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's why. That's that's what, <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, that's what I did. I just had to take the time, and it was really fucking yeah. difficult. Your BRB screen is really cool. Your, yours is animated. figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> why, and, why don't you describe it for the listeners at home? Uh, my BRB screen is just a simple, nice uh, photographic shot of um, a uh, Japanese, like a dimly lit Japanese, uh, like alleyway. And then I also have, uh, I have clips from my uh, stream playing on loop, going through random different ones. Uh, okay. And it's just the same thing as like it, I have like my game window there, but instead I've just filled it up with the clip video. And I forget exactly what website I used to do that. So it looks like a, it looks like a screensaver, right? On yeah, a Windows yeah, 95 yeah. computer, but you have this yeah. little window uh, of your clip. Okay, yeah. that's pretty cool. It's aesthetically and, pleasing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's you, it's very surprising how many resources there are out there uh, for a lot of things like that to make it a little easier. But uh, like, uh, oddly enough, I learned most of my stuff for OBS from TikToks. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> there is. There is a huge community of people on TikTok that just do like uh, streamer tips, right? Like streamer tips. Mm-hmm. And most of the time they're just clickbait. Most of the time it's like just somebody like regurgitating the same thing that they've seen a mm-hmm. hundred times. And But sometimes they uh, drop some like dope website that has a bunch of free shit, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There's, there's a ton of different websites out there with a bunch of free shit. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there's a lot of resources out there that if you take the time to look at it, you can get into it. And what Vic was saying with like trying to decide like how big you want, how full screen you want, like how much, how much uh, like revenue or how, how much real estate on your screen do you want to sacrifice to have like these fancy things? And there's always like, there's two different extremes. There's the person that has like, there's like the, the Twitch hot tub streamer that is playing mm-hmm. That is playing like League of Legends on like a tiny little box right here, and then the rest they've just got like their tits out and shit. Right. And then there's <laughs> and then there's dudes that just have literally just the, the game, no face cam, game, nothing mm-hmm. else. And so I just kind of I kind of evaluated what I would want, like what I want people to see of me, because really the screen right here, like you have to think about 
the preview, like what people will see when they're browsing. And there's like, there's thousands and thousands of people doing those two extremes. But if you find a nice middle ground that also is very unique to your brand, it'll draw more attention. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, like, like I just kind of weighed where I'd want it to be because gameplay is the most important thing to me, but I still also want my own little flair on it. So mm-hmm. I have like, my screen is, is mostly game with just, mm-hmm. just little bits of flavor throughout just to make it interesting for anybody scrolling through seeing it mm-hmm. and they'll see it and be like, Oh shit, that's trio. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. And I, I just, I love the look. Like it's so good. Like I want to try okay. that. I just I need to spend some more time on my computer and figure it out. <laughs> yeah, it's there, there's there's a lot of tricks that uh, uh, OBS just doesn't tell you because open source software, you know, they're right. just like, yeah, here's the fucking shit, figure it out. Uh, yeah. We did our part. We especially with plugins. Oh yeah, plugins. That's because, that's like, thing. I haven't I haven't yeah. dived into too many plugins because that's that's something that I need to do eventually. But it's just yeah, you could mm. go on a whole fucking thing there so you you did all that theme and shit without very many plugins at all did you no zero plugins wow. zero plugins. yeah just raw dog uh, in life yeah it's, so it's all just update for obs <laughs> comes with a pretty decent set of tools but plugins will help you do things like link to like if you want your shit to like pull from another user let's say which you can do that it'll you have to do like a browser source of some sort hmm and like trio, like you got the chat on your screen in its own little window. Yes, yeah. That's okay. that's a, a plugin that's native with OBS. It's just mm. the uh, the browser source for Twitch's chat. Uh, y is more complicated with his because he has to pull from Serious Poster, right? And that is that's like not even a browser oh, shit. source. It's just like it's his else. own plugin that him and I think Zonk. Did? Yeah, Zonk did it. I asked yeah. him about it when he was streaming because I also am super envious of his setup. He's got the VTuber thing going on, right? Um, with his own <laughs> custom model, which you know looks just like the the picture that Robeck drew of him, like yeah, way back. Yeah. And that that was a okay. uh, uh, Mono yeah. modeled that. Nice. And uh, Mono has his own thing too. Really, like I I personally not a fan of VTubers. I know. I I think, <laughs> I, think I think most of the rigs look like dog shit. I think like most of it just looks like generic anime trash or over-designed anime trash. And Mono has really found a good middle ground where it doesn't look like just copy paste, like Fiverr VR rigs. Yeah. Like there's a lot of heart in it. And especially with, with wise wise rig is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Because he wrote a bunch of articles of like oh, a God. 90s anime character of some sort and yeah. i don't exactly, I put my yeah. finger on who it was but like mm-hmm. the moment i saw it i'm like that's familiar somehow to me and i'm like that's I'm pretty cool. sure it's an original character because i know uh, he wrote a yeah, bunch of articles for robeck world and yes the like trio and uh the people that wrote articles on robeck's website he drew pictures of them or their their ocs at least right and uh they they're the art's all over the site and the articles like it's really well done um okay that's like super cool so like i recognized his vtuber avatar like oh that's his oc like mm-hmm. i know what that is like <laughs> yeah yeah and that goes that goes out to to robeck too being the fucking design mastermind that he is being able to come up with that character 
So good. And yeah, like, uh, so with Wise Stream, right? One thing that I noticed, he was, so he was playing Metal Gear Solid 2. He, he finished it on April 30th, which is hilarious, right? Because <laughs> that's when the game ends, right? Um, that's beautiful. It's like in all the cutscenes. <laughs> Do you remember what today is? The- what day is today, Jack? It's the day we met. <laughs> <Is> that- <laughs> 200 <laughs> years ago, George Washington was sworn into office April 30th. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, <laughs> he had to finish it on that day. Of course he did. It was great. Yeah, perfect. Was yeah. that planned, though? Yes. Yeah, that was yeah. the plan that. <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, that's still that's still great, but that's okay. Yeah. It was, <laughs> I don't think he like like every stream was Metal Gear Solid Two until he got to that point. Like he's been playing other shit too. Like I, he told me he was oh, playing uh, Stranger in Paradise, and he hates it, which I'm not surprised. <laughs> it definitely looks like a game. That's for sure. I loved it, but it's uh, it's not for everyone. <laughs> it's for me. See, I, o- I only want to play it because I think the cutscenes. I'll get such a big kick out of it, but I highly doubt the gameplay is going to be for me. Yeah, it's, I can't it, see it. it's made by it, you could tell that it's made by the people that made Neo. <laughs> yeah, um, which is yeah, which may be good or bad. Answer, yeah. yeah, like the other night you were talking about how you really hate inventory management in games that throw you lots of items. It's not so much I hate it; it's that I will get fucking lost in it till I just fucking quit giving a shit. About That's it. my biggest worry. Like you're gonna pick up Stranger in Paradise and then you're gonna finish a mission and be like, my inventory's full. I have to manage it. Over- you're going to watch me open my inventory and the game's going to lag. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it caps you out at 500 items. So, I mean, you will have to manage oh, it. I will be at 500 the entire yes, time. Yes, you will. I'll find, I will find a way. And that that's just part of the charm. Uh, that game is not for everyone. It's for me. So, that's for me. <laughs> fuck y'all. Yeah, that's <laughs> but, yeah, no. Um, so, uh, back to why stream, though. Like, for Metal Gear Solid 2, like, he had, like, a whole, like, setup with how OBS was drawing the lines. He, he said... In his stream, because I asked him about it, like he took a screenshot of that screen um, when Otacon uploads the virus on the Tanker episode, right? Because there's this little part, and then Otacon has this little 2D VTuber thing going on, right? And he's just like <laughs> talking. And so why took a screenshot of that? And he basically modeled his stream after it. He he found the font Familiar Solid Two, and he basically wrote his own shit on it, right? And then he put a place for the chat. The chat was pulling from a serious poster, and it was in Milligar font, Milligar Solid Two font. Which was kind of a shitty font, he admits, but it still worked. Um, it, it looked cool, but you definitely couldn't read it very well. No. Yeah. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, you definitely couldn't read it. But, like, I was also in the chat, so, like, I could just read the chat properly. So yeah, that's, yeah no, no big deal. Really. That's something that I like about Serious Poster. Um, well, specifically SciTube, the software that's running on this website, is um, the chat's just there. Like, you log back in and you scroll up, it's there. Like Yeah, it's still all there. You don't miss it. You just scroll up. Like... <laughs> And Odyssey does that too, but um, Odyssey streaming, I think, is still in its infancy. Like, I love the website, but um, we're streaming here on purpose. Like, yeah. I think they got a way to go, and I like having control of like the emojis and stuff. Like, there, there's a lot of cool stuff that Odyssey does, and like, I'll probably stream on it at some point. Maybe not this show though, right? Yeah. Like maybe a yeah. personal thing, maybe a video game. I don't know. That's the frustrating thing because, like, I mean, I agree with most of the people on Fediverse. I don't really like Twitch. Mm. You know, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of, Twitch has a lot of problems, but they have the benefit of being in the game for as long as they are to where they really have the user experience just fucking nailed down. Yeah. Like uh big streamer Ludwig recently moved to YouTube and he has had had a horrible time at the first couple months because YouTube as big of a company that it is just doesn't understand streaming and Mm -hmm. doesn't understand the expectations that Twitch has built up. 
like custom emotes and uh, like channel points and like text to speech stuff and donations and stuff like that. They just don't really get it because they're still like in the infancy of it. But mm -hmm. Twitch just has everything down to the point where like, yeah, like the chat is a pop out browser source. So even if you're even if you're not using the plugin in OBS, you can just rip right from there and you can you can toy with it however you want it makes it super easy for the streamer super easy for the user and no other streaming platform really has that locked down yet it's true no, i totally eventually agree. eventually it'll come but yeah no one no one does it as good as twitch does right now because twitch has just been in the game since the beginning they 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 understand mm -hmm. they they built the streaming culture and now everything else revolves around it no, it's fair. Yeah. It's like uh, every other uh, uh, gaming uh, conglomerate uh, like Steam. Yes. Everything that wants to be like Steam. Like you don't, you know, like if you built a phone, you don't go, all right, these are where cell phones were at in the 90s, so let's work our way there. That's yeah. why it was such a big deal when Epic really shit the bed with, I don't know, a shopping cart. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Yeah. Epic's like, we're going to have, we're going to have this, this storefront where everyone can buy their games and they just didn't even have the thought of like, Oh yeah, we should probably have like a cart. We should probably have a shopping cart. Yeah, we should probably be able to. I, I still game. don't think they've caught up either. Oh, no. they have. I, I think oh, they've no, got. Yeah. They've they've enhanced some things and added some things, but they're still not nearly there with Steam. Well, so there are two like real methods to being a shit like uh, doing a shit thing and making everybody think it's better. The one is to you know really like uh, make it look like you're listening to them by doing. Let's say we'll say. We'll, Let's say our game has NFTs in it. Oh, nobody likes that. Well, you know, we were listening to the to the masses. Oh, like the the oh, devs yeah. for Stalker Two, where they're like, "We're going to do oh, this." Yeah. Just kidding! Like, <laughs> love us now. It. It's yeah, like, and then everybody, oh. you know, really sucked their dick, and they're like, "Oh, look how great it is! They're listening to us." They were never like, they probably had an infant plan. <laughs> For NFTs, yeah. but no, they were yeah. never yeah. really planning on NFTs. They just wanted to be in the news cycle. Yeah, and then you get the opposite yeah. effect with Square Enix, where they're like, "Hey, we're going to do NFTs," and they proceed to not describe how they're going to do it at all. And then everyone's just like, "Oh no, this is probably going to be horrible." But like, we don't actually know what they're going to do, and they yeah. won't say. Yeah. <laughs> and well, you know, now that you've brought up NFTs with Square Enix, uh, like you're the one that like brought up NFTs out. in general. Ah, <laughs> I did. I did. That's but no, fair. I was just going to mention him. that uh, there was a uh, <laughs> video that Young posted like an hour before Dylan and I sat down in front oh, of the yeah. camera. Mm -hmm. And it's like Square Enix is just selling off most of their Western properties. To yeah, be they like, sold Soul Reaver, Tomb Raider, and Deus, uh, Ex, Deus Ex to Ooh, THQ well, Nordic. Not even, not even. I gotta say, oh though. no, it's the Ooh, company that owns THQ. Formerly Ooh. known as THQ. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just yeah. Much, like it's much bigger than THQ. They it is a graveyard, have... yeah. They have so many properties. Like, their website, like, I looked at it because it was one of the sources in Yong's video. Because I didn't watch this video, I just clicked the sources. Um, not that I don't like Yong or anything, I just didn't have time. Um, yeah. And I was looking, and it's like, I've never, like, what was even the name of that company? Like, uh, fuck, uh, Yeah, fuck, I forgot. Hold on, I'm going to scroll down. Yeah, now we have to, find to know out. because we've brought it up. So, we yeah, can't we be the dickheads that don't know anything. Okay. Uh, Crystal Dynamics. No, 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 no. No, it was Embracer Group. There you go. Yeah. Embracer yeah. Group and Embracer yeah, and Group. Like it's THQ Nordic post uh, Voltronism. 
Um, let me let me just read you oh, off some yeah, of these. Yeah. Some of, this is really a graveyard, right? So if I go to their homepage, embracer.com, right? Um, fuck, where is it? Um, because they had like this big old thing where it's like you know home for like a hundred plus IPs, and it's like which fucking IPs do you own? Are they just like being held right. hostage? Is this a prison for intellectual property? IP jail. I mean, some of them probably deserve to oh, be there, but here's I found it. I just had to scroll down. So. This is a Swedish company. Uh, 10 operative groups. Oh. 119 studios, 850 franchises. Uh, they own the studio, THQ Nordic, which is what their company used to be called, the publisher. Koch yeah. uh, yeah. Media. Coffee Stand. I don't even know what that is. Oh, that's the, the Goat Simulator, guys. Never mind. Saber Interactive. That's the team that brought Deus Ex to Linux. That was kind of cool. Uh, Gearbox, they made some shitty oh, games. So it makes sense uh, how they ended up acquiring Deus Ex entirely. So. Yeah, they own Gearbox and they own a bunch of other shit that nobody cares about. Yeah, um, they own Gearbox. Well, everybody loves. They Gearbox. own Gearbox. <laughs> a quote unquote, everybody. You mean everybody likes Telltale when they were allowed to touch Gearbox's IPs? Media. Can I get like a list of IPs they own? I want to know what this 850 is. Like, probably not. You probably have to go through each individual company. That's so dumb. Like, yeah, it is I mean, dumb, but it's a way for them to make you click more. God, that's annoying. But yeah, the so they sold all these IP, like all these IPs, all the you know several of these um, studios, Square Enix, mm-hmm. uh, for three hundred million, and just straight up in their like thing, you know they they're kind of beat around the bush with vague terminology, and they're like and blockchains, like so it's all about the blockchains that. Everybody's so saying is a bad the, the, idea. The theory is so Square Enix, who will not disclose what their NFT strategy is, probably because it's bad, or maybe they're just waiting for someone to do it right and they're going to copy it. Uh, it's probably what's yeah. I, I'm going <laughs> to estimate they probably don't have a plan. Yeah, I'm going to say it was. It's probably exactly the same thing with Stalker. It's just mm-hmm. that's what's in the news, whether or not it's bad press or good press. Mm-hmm. They're just like. What's fucking hot? What are, what are people talking about? NFTs. Yeah, fucking NFTs. And they'll, it'll generate hundreds and hundreds of articles shitting on them. But at least people will be like, hey, you remember Square Enix? Yeah. Well, didn't like, they just like do a Final games? Fantasy? Yeah. 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 It's like, you know what's weird? It's like bad press is not always good press. Like, Because uh, there's positive things to talk about with them. They have the most popular MMO in the fucking world, right? They surpassed WoW. Right. That's no small feat, right? The but one, then they also the had one that uh, one live service that yeah. they almost had. Oh, oh fuck. Yeah, yeah, that's a good but point. But you know what's really weird about that, too, though? And I know it's a bit of like a weird tangent, but G Fuel's whole thing where they were uh, partnering with the Board 8 group. And. Yeah, they they, That's they right. have like this. They had this huge thing where. Wait, did they actually in. partner with that particular art project, or did they I, just I, I don't throw know. A, a profile picture of a board ape? Because they are making an NFT project. They have a verified it, Twitter it was handle with a group called the Hustle something or other. I don't know much about it offhand. But so the, the thing about they the board were selling ape, board right? ape NFTs anyways. Yeah, yeah. They they partnered with they partnered with a board ape yacht club member. Uh, and are making board apes lookalikes, right? But yeah, look alike a, a, a derivative board ape. But now they have G fuels in their hand. I really don't like yeah, that board yeah. ape shit. Like I get it. Like art, people, art collectors are going to collect. Collectors going to collect. Yeah. I always say, right? Yeah. But like, uh, 
the board eight project in particular, which is always lauded by all these billionaires and millionaires, right? Yeah. Like it just kind of reeks of fraud, right? Yeah. Well, board ape, at least in my uneducated opinion, I'm sure Robeck would be able to tell me that I'm retarded, but in, in my uneducated view, board ape, I think really only exploded because we had these tokens, these cryptocurrencies that people were just trading back and forth and of course before they exploded bitcoin was used for like drugs and and prostitutes and stuff like oh, that. oh nobody would ever do that <gasps> no one would ever do that never <laughs> once once crypto exploded people were really begging for something to use them on because that's mm -hmm. the thing is you don't want to just have a speculative market that just is that because they want to use it as money buy. not as a stock Right. Exactly. So yeah. like, Board Ape is one of the first ones to come out and be like, hey, I mean, look at this. You can use your your Ethereum and buy a shitty monkey. And just the fact that you can use it, which I, I mean, much like any economy, like you, it, as the money currency changes hands, it cycles right back into the economy and keeps it moving instead of just lane bleeding static. out right because what happens when everybody holds their bitcoin and does nothing because bitcoin's just skyrocketing like they're not going to sell because it's going up and they want to mm -hmm. hold it as much as they can but if you yeah. give them a reason to spend for it they're give you them a reason to spend it then you know it, it puts bitcoin back in the hands of people uh the fees go to the miners you know it, it stimulates the economy and Bored Ape was really one of the first ones to come up, mm -hmm. so it just fucking exploded. It was in the right place at the right time. Exactly. I, I'm just exactly. not happy with the like the sort of culture around it with like the the crypto bros like Logan Pauls of the world, right? Yeah. That yeah. just it's why they're it's gross. Why I call it the rich yeah. kid club. Right? The, the rich kid yeah, club. No, yeah. No matter what, no matter what culture you create, there's always going to be grifters. There's always going to mm -hmm. be. Yeah. That's people true. that just want to leech off of it mm -hmm. and you know i agree i fucking hate board apes i think they're i think they're the the no pun intended i think they're the most boring people <laughs> in, yeah. in the sphere yeah uh, like i follow robex twitter account with the brand melomancy account right? i follow you too yeah. um just because some shit has to stay on twitter because that's what the scene is unfortunately right mm -hmm. i know robex prefers the fetty as well but there's just some shit that has to stay on twitter or else yeah. no one will hear it. And yeah. that's unfortunate. But, like, I follow him with the brand account, and I check it every once in a while. And he's always interacting with, like, artists that mint their own shit on the blockchain that are not the fucking board apes. And they're being traded by collectors that are just there to collect things. Not yeah. money laundering millionaires that want to get a board ape and then go on fucking Jimmy Fallon tonight and yeah. talk about their fucking ape like they know what they're there's, doing. There's people that... that are not only just collecting, but people that know they're supporting an artist. Right. So, like, that's that's Robex's big thing. Like, if you look at Robex OpenSea, it is just, like, endless pages of mm -hmm. things that he's bought. And he's not buying them to uh, speculate mm -hmm. on the price. He's buying them because he's like, I like your art. I think you deserve money. Here's money. Right. Yeah. Which is what it's it's intended to be yeah and uh, there's a lot of small-time artists that have been lifted out of poverty because of this whole nft business right yeah and yeah, i think that there are a lot of people out there who want to suppress this information and make it sound like the board apes is the only apes and they're the only yeah. that's all there is in this space yeah. is fraud right and it's like yeah that those those people are really fucking shitty and you should make fun yeah. of them 100 percent. 
but yeah. it doesn't make the I, whole I concept kinda, toxic though <laughs> i think i think it's kind of one of those moments where like i think we've talked about this a little bit dylan where a little bit nfts have this negative view right now despite any potential positives right mm-hmm. and people want to believe that first off which is uh, you know an issue in and of itself like they want to believe the negative right yeah exactly i mean neg- negativity just happens to be where mm-hmm. gravity yeah. everyone loves to shit on things but, yeah. so so but i think honestly the other side of the issue is that there is some legitimate negatives which is mm-hmm. doesn't help anything but because there's negatives that, that'll let me think about it everyone knows what a board ape is right you you may hate yeah. nfts you may have never even heard of an nft but you probably heard board ape and probably, mm. honestly, at that point, I find it hard to believe you haven't heard of an NFT is at that point. If you know what those are, you know Regar- what NFTs Regardless, are. yeah. Great tell, what is the blockchain? Yeah, it, you, you, yeah, you may not What's have a clue about yeah. any of it, but you might have heard of it at that point. And so that negativity is literally doing its job. It's mm-hmm. it's promoting it. So right. both sides of the coin want it to be negative. Yeah. So it's going and to be And that's negative. how, like, fear, uncertainty, and doubt, or FUD for short, more easily spreads. Like, we see this on the Fediverse all the time with anything you could spin as negative about like Fetty software, like Pleroma, right? Yeah. Uh, like yeah. that stuff spreads real fast, even though it's totally unfounded. Oh my God. My gains all the way up. My bad. I'm going to turn this shit down. No, you, you've been fine. Okay. Yeah, you've been good. I, think. I, mean, I, I have to turn these all down, but that's just because oh, okay, well, it's so fucking loud. I, I just noticed in OBS, my shit's all red. Like, oops. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully the recording's all right. Mine, it, mine always is on stream. And everyone's like, no, no, you're good. You're good. I'm like, okay. All right, yeah. So more about <laughs> fear, so. uncertainty, and doubt, though. Like, because there's these people that they're they're looking to confirm their bias, right? Confirmation bias. They mm. eat that shit up, right? Yeah. So they hear bad news about crypto. They're going to take it at face value and believe it and add it to their list of evidence that there's a problem, right? Yeah. And that's how you get a bunch of misinformation to spread that's based on half-truths or one person lied and got quoted in a bunch of reputable places, right? Yeah. Uh, like with the environmental impacts, right? For example, yeah, yeah right. it takes a lot of electricity to mine Bitcoin, but bit like uh, cryptocurrencies do not emit anything. It's just yeah. electricity off the power grid. The power yeah. grid and has also, dirty sources. And also, when like you think about it, it's someone on. It, it's the same thing as like the communist posting uh, anti-capitalist rhetoric on their iPhone. Same idea. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like. The people on Twitter <laughs> complaining about NFTs burning the Amazon are using Amazon's cloud services. Yeah, which is also hosting which, Bitcoin miners in exactly, many cases. Which are thousands and thousands of servers using electricity mm-hmm. every day to make sure that you can go on Twitter and shitpost. Exactly. So yep. if it's you're the same worried stuff. about that, then why aren't you just being Ted Kaczynski going to a cabin in the woods? <laughs> like, well, where where really are your principles? Like, take well, Washington. They don't, uh, don't exist. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because, I mean, think about it. If if no one's going to bitch to them for it, you know, they can, they can feign ignorance at that point. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's one of those things like, uh, but, yeah. you know, how long have uh, the Uyghurs been suffering in China? Yet, as soon as Ukraine popped off, everybody was forgetting about over them. themselves to throw guns and ammo to yeah. fight a proxy war. Because that's yeah. like, without getting too much into it, that's essentially what's happening. Ukraine is fighting the war for literally the rest of the world. Everybody yeah, nobody, forgot. Nobody likes, yeah. nobody likes Russia, but it, half of our country likes China or countries, I guess. Well, China just owns or manufactures everything. Yeah, including the lithium-ion batteries that go in all those electric cars that the government's going to mandate all states sell and no gas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, also... Oh, that's if China stays afloat long enough. 
We'll see. Oh, they'll I've, been be fine. Of, I've been hearing about the they'll issues be... they've been having over there. Jesus. We'll see. Uh, yeah, they're probably going to be fine. They have some social issues going on. But as a country, they're definitely going to be around because they have the most people, right? Yeah. If you think they about it. Because they have the most people and they have the most people willing to be disposable cogs in the machine. Yeah. Right. They can probably lose half their pop and still be fine. Like yeah, a lot, a lot of people when they talk about China and they're not from there, they they think about like they're really talking about them like they're civilization. They, they talk about their government. <laughs> they're critical of their leader because of all the demonstrable bad things that their government is responsible for, right? But no, everyone often forgets that they have a lot of fucking people, right? And um, yeah. you can't just describe them with any broad stroke because it's like you take their top ten most populous cities, right? And um, each one of them. Every single one of them is more populous than all of the major cities outside of China, right? Including their 10th largest city. is It's bigger than New York, L.A., fucking all of them put together. They just have more people. And yeah. Yeah. they're not cheap. <laughs> right? No, and uh, honestly, like, one of the things, it's weird that we do this in other countries, specifically if we're American. Because, like, would you think of a Californian person the same as a Texan or somebody from mm-hmm. Georgia? <laughs> Yeah, not not fucking really. No, like, yeah. right. Yeah, that's that's the biggest misconception that everybody has about America, and that's where the whole meme comes from. Of like, you know, half of Europe can fit in Texas because it's like we, you go across a, just one state line, it's so much fucking land and so many different people that it's a completely different culture. Like, take someone from the Bronx and then someone from L.A let them in a room and they're completely different they don't know they, they don't have they're gonna fucking, a fucking thing need in common. A, they're gonna need a fucking dictionary exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's why like my even even from like on the west coast like i'm from southern california my girlfriend's from oregon and even like like little things she will pick up on and be like i've never heard that before like the big mm-hmm. thing that we always argue about is californians when they talk about interstate five Mm-hmm. They say the five, but everybody else says I five. I five. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I say the five. I say I'm going to get on the five. And that's when they knew you weren't from here. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, there you yeah, go. Exactly. If exactly. the umbrella so didn't like, give it away, it was it was calling like, it the five. <laughs> I'm kidding. They're like, what the fuck? But it's like <laughs> not even a thousand miles of difference. We're on the same coast. Mm-hmm. But completely different vernacular, completely different. Also, people that way. aren't from the West Coast, like they don't call it the coast; they call it the beach. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. So it's like I always, you know, we always say the coast, right? And it's yeah, like, what? What do you mean? Uh, <laughs> it's like the the beach, dude. Like, yeah, <laughs> the ocean. <laughs> I, I I love the lingo; it's great. Um, but speaking of um, Washington State, so back to my example about like the the FUD with mining, right? Like, uh, I'm mostly referring to a open letter from, uh, I think it was fucking today, May 2nd. Yeah. Um, the, what the fuck do these guys call themselves? Ooh, Dylan got flashbanged. I know. I, I have, I had it ready cause I knew this was going to come up. Um, <laughs> so there was a letter sent to Congress or the EPA specifically by the, the BMC, the Bitcoin mining council, which is like. A, a collection of miners. They don't represent all miners, right? Uh, but they represent themselves and a, a big fraction, a big percentage of the Bitcoin mining community because most of it's in the United States. And they basically are, they argue in refutation of this other letter that some like 
crypto FUD spreaders were setting, saying about the environmental impacts of Bitcoin, right? And they had they came with receipts and and a bunch of info, right? Where they allude that people have been petitioning the EPA and Congress about the dangers of crypto, uh, saying crypto is causing X Y Z problem when really it's the way the United States produces energy is causing X Y Z problem. And these Bitcoin miners are using data centers that are they follow all the data center regulations, right? And yeah. they're pulling power off the power grid, but the power off the power grid is destroying the environment. It's not the miners' fault. They're just using they're buying power, right? Yeah. They're taking from the supply and they're paying for it, right? And they are customers. Why are they responsible yeah. for the damage? Well, that's <laughs> well, really... that, that's a that's a bigger throwback than you think, Dylan. It's like blaming the customers. Yeah, blaming the customers. Yeah. <laughs> Why do we have paper straws? Because their plastic straws are somehow the, worse. The gamer wars come full plastic circle. Plastic cups. Right. Blaming the customers, right? Yeah. And it's like they're not responsible for those damages just because they're making money off of it. Like high performance compute and all those AWS data centers, like uh, rendering your Pixar movie or like doing some sort of business machine learning bullshit, right? Yeah. They're consuming the same amount of power as your Bitcoin mining. They're just not producing coins, right? Yeah. yeah. But why are they not in trouble? Because I've never it's. They're old money. That's why. But, yeah, that's true, safe. It's because the people but, spreading um, this info have a vested interest against the crypto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> honestly the big thing. Yeah. But uh, I haven't really mentioned this before, but uh, my cousin or cousin-in-law, I don't know how the fuck you phrase that. Anyways, point is his uncle, um, when I was down, I think back in like 2014, when I was in Ontario, down to go see a convention. Uh, we stopped by his uncle's place, and he had, like, fucking towers and towers of computers just lined up. Racks. And, yeah, yeah basically racks, but he was using <laughs> old towers that he had okay. instead of, like, yeah, anyways. but And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I had using that to mine Bitcoin. That's, that's, that was still relatively early, I think. I'm not mm-hmm. too versed before, in the, the time frame. Before but... the big, big boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. And uh, I was like, oh, shit, that's pretty cool. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, yeah, I tried to do that once. You know, I downloaded the miner program. I ran it, realized it was going to take forever to fucking do anything with the shitty card I had. I'm like, eh, and then deleted it. Right. But yeah, no, it's just like, and if he were using a stupid amount of energy, they would have raided his fucking house. Right. In in the heart of fucking Toronto, he's doing this. They would have noticed. They might not even and have needed to do that. Nothing happened to him. Nothing even happened to him. A he lot never of got a, notices or anything. A lot of power companies they bill their users as a mathematical function of supply and demand. Right? Mm. Like, do you remember when Texas froze over? Um, there, yeah. there were some houses that could still get power, and because demand was very high and supply was very low because of the conditions that led to the freeze over, uh, they got billed for that, and they spent. They got billed for thousands of dollars worth of power consumption that for just to run their fucking heater, right? That's yeah. fucked up. So like, if supply was actually, actually so if supply was actually threatened by the miners, they would just everyone would just pay more, and maybe they would regulate that, or maybe they would fucking figure out their supply problem, right? So clearly, that isn't the problem, right? And take yeah. Washington State for example, right? You know, three fourths of us live there, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> Washington State recently passed a law, I don't remember, or a bill, I forget, um, where I think it's by the end of 2022 or sometime in 2023, uh, all the power companies in the state must stop using coal, right? So a good chunk of the state is powered by Puget Sound Energy, right? Um, I, Including where I live, which is why I know about them specifically. But there's other companies yeah. and they got other problems. PSE specifically, right? A third of their supply is coal power. So 
and they're getting rid of it like in the next couple months. So yeah. all these poor paycheck to paycheck bastards in my local area, they're about to get maybe three to five times the power bill with the same usage. What will they do? Nothing. They'll just go broke. Well, I mean, a lot yeah. of us don't have an option. Uh, like, yeah. like I live in an apartment. What do you think? I, they'll let me just set up a bunch of panels outside? No. no, no, no. Yeah. And even then, even if even if you set up a bunch of panels outside, eventually Puget Sound Energy is going to knock on your door and be like, "Hey, um, you need to give us some of that." Right. Oh yeah. That's what's going to happen. So like, I put a bunch of solar panels on my house. I, I dropped fifty grand on solar panels. Uh, a couple weeks ago. They're all installed. They're good to go. They still need to be inspected. I can't turn them on yet. But um, I knew this was coming, and I'm like, fuck that. I want to pay less, not more. Uh, <laughs> so I have... Yeah, you, you, being smart. I have 28 panels on my roof, and uh, I own them. So <laughs> You'd think these companies would just fucking foot the bill and build a bunch for their fucking well, plants. That, or they shit. will. Like, if you, are, if you own your house, um, which a lot of people that have this problem don't fucking own their houses because who fucking owns a house, right? That's yeah. not fucking normal. The market is <sighs> a nightmare, and apparently yeah. that's not localized, which I came mm-hmm. to realize a couple nope. months back. That's everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's fucked. If you didn't buy sooner, you're fucked. Like, it's only going to get more expensive. That's why I, bit, I, 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 I shot my shot, and I got the house that I have now, and I paid way too much for it, and I, I don't regret it. It's a little disappointing that I didn't get it sooner, but, like, yeah. I'm fortunate. I'm very fortunate. So yeah, my we, sister was was in the market just as it was going up, and so all of her budget was just, I think like it was fifty percent off of the fucking market value, even though the estimates were all in her favor, wow. loans and all. Yeah, she got fucked real hard, yeah. and it was really stupid. So I bought yeah, my house two years ago, and um, not buy. Right, what are you gonna do? Just rent forever? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Really. No, you you get punished uh, for. Mm-hmm. I mean, at some point, it's going to have to go down because buyers are going to run out. But yeah. Well, I mean, there's a while. There's a there's a big crash over looming off of the fucking horizon mm-hmm. that yeah. is, is going to happen. That's why I bought and my property. I'm just going to sit on it. I'm not buying it's, another. Yeah, it's it's going to be worse than the 2008 recession. It's going to be it's going to be bad. I wonder and... if banks are going to get bailed out again. Oh, 100%. Mm, yeah, 100%. Maybe, maybe we'll to get be. lucky and they'll get nationalized this time. <laughs> maybe. By Bitcoin. But, yeah. <laughs> it, it, no, too many people would get fucked super hard if they didn't. So, I mean, yeah. even if it is really bad press, they're going to do it anyways. Yeah, and then you have then you have on the other side of it, you have BlackRock buying every home possible. Mm-hmm. So, so all the buyers that actually have the ability to buy, they have to compete with this company that has infinite money. Exactly, yeah. yeah. That infinite money that will pay cash tomorrow. Yeah. Well, yeah. right, because every bank will give them a loan, even if they're low. Exactly. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is it's hilarious, but you know that's that is exactly what got us through, or that got us into the first recession in the first place. Yep. Was everybody was getting loans, the market price was super high. And all of the banks were just handing out loans like candy mm-hmm. and the market fucking crashed and they all knew it was going to. And then everybody lost everything and they restarted over. Government takes that, takes all of those houses, gives it back to the fucking bank because they're bailing them out. And then the cycle continues. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's and... the worst that could happen, really? <laughs> A lot. I mean... <laughs> It's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah, and that's the thing. God, God's not making any more land. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn it. Maybe, more... hey, you know what? I heard that we could make more land if uh, we just, uh, you know, dry up the oceans a little bit. Hey, that's what uh, uh who's it uh saudi arabia that was uh building oh, islands. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't that for their new city like neom or whatever yeah, yeah. Didn't, that, yeah. didn't that fall didn't that fuck up and fall through or some shit they're still building yeah, it I think, like yeah they, they don't talk about it very much though it. no okay so i know japan made artificial islands like a while back maybe yeah, and i think i think china was doing it too just yeah. just pumping sand out into the middle of the ocean and Again, building fucking what's the worst that could happen I mean, raising ocean levels, mm-hmm. please. What's the like? We'll just uh, refreeze the ice caps. You know, Eon, put, turn Eon, the will get us, uh-huh. Eon will get us to Mars eventually. It's fine. Or yeah, and maybe right. maybe we'll just get some pod hotels and VR headsets and like little dick suckers, and we'll just live hey, in pod hotels, right? That's that's the future. That's the future that BlackRock wants. Uh, that's yeah, what, <laughs> you know what? And we'll just make the happy. buildings buoyant, so yeah. as the water level oh. rises, the buildings go with it, and we just don't have to oh, hey, you know what? And if worse comes to worse, they can put us on a generational spaceship and float us around the solar system for a bit, mm-hmm. like in Wally. There you go. It's great. Yeah, the sun will eventually expand, and it'll make the water evaporate. I feel like we need to go back uh, for a second and talk about Elon for a second. I know we didn't want to talk about <laughs> we it. Go back. So in the last episode, Elon was about to buy Twitter, but they poison-pilled it, and we're pretty sure it wasn't going to happen. Uh, we were I, wrong. I ate shit. Yeah, I'll admit it. Vic took the I L. Was like, nah, they're gonna they're gonna find some way to weasel out of this. Because it turns out their earnings report was right around the corner, and it was bad, and uh, their stock was about to tank in value. But Elon was buy- offering more money than their stock was about to be worth. It's actually funny too because he offered, I think, I think he offered somewhere like in the range of like ten to twenty million more than what yeah. it was. Fifty four dollars a stock unit. Or no, was it billion million? I can't fucking remember. Anyways, whatever the metric was, but yeah, a lot. Um, and then people were like, oh no, they've been evaluated at like 60 before. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, but like, who the fuck really talks about Twitter? Like it doesn't get headlines anymore. It just happens to be where everyone fucking sits. Yeah. It's stagnating. It's like they, they spend their it's time the most on popular Twitter. platform, yeah. but it's stagnating. It's like, it's like MySpace, but on crack. Yes. Yeah. hundred mm-hmm. percent. Like when MySpace was going under, nobody talked about MySpace. They were just bitching about other shit on MySpace. It, it, exactly. Yeah. And then something new came along and stole all the users. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hit so my hand it, on the desk. It, it's oh. good shit. <laughs> Rest in peace, your hand. I know. So anyway, yeah, no, so it, 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 it's probably evaluated at much less than what he bought it for. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. So with Twitter though, um, there's been a couple of interesting outcomes of this whole Elon situation. Cause there's a lot of people who just really despise him. And he kind of deserves it. He is a billionaire. He's like the second richest man in the world. He is relatable when you look at his posts. Cause he's shit posts and he's talking like a human, but don't be fooled. He is a billionaire. We don't yeah. have anything in common. Right? No. Yeah. He just, he sounds like we have a lot in common. So people kind of gravitate towards him and kind of like him, mm-hmm. but no, he is not relatable. He is a super rich dude. And he has several successful business ventures. Everything he fucking touches works out. It's weird, right? And it's not corruption. I remember there somebody I I forget who I was talking to. Well, if it is, we don't know at the very least. But I forget who I was talking to. It might have been on the Fetty or maybe it was somewhere else. But like somebody was like, "Oh yeah, he he ruins everything he touches. He's such a dumb businessman." And I'm like, "How many? How much money do you have to have to have?" How much no. money do you have to have to have to? Oh, I think it was Sarge in the in the, in the private yes, chat. Yes, it was. Uh, that's who it was. <laughs> I was like, I wasn't where, gonna always, say it, where did this conversation no. happen? So I was like, I wasn't gonna say it, so my response was, how 
how rich do you have to how, how rich do you have to be born to make nothing but wrong decisions and still be the second richest man in the world yeah i it's mean like, very very i mean you you look at i i don't like i don't like eon uh mostly because he's cringe that's he's pretty it. cringe that's you post cool. you post cringe you end up on my shit list that's it yep. uh yeah. but I it's mean, not relatable it's, it's cringe look at what he's done with like uh nasa and spacex nasa would be gone right mm-hmm. now if it wasn't for spacex like he's if, if there's anything that you can say about him he's a very good businessman he made right. space he, cool again he really did yeah somehow he, space yeah. stopped being cool yeah and when jeff bezos and blue origin got interested in space it didn't make it any cooler no but spacex yeah. made yeah. it cool That's everyone roots for them how much how much that really didn't do anything man yeah. pays like millions of dollars i hope he enjoyed the ride because that's all he got out of it yeah yeah so uh, more about elon right because th- this ties back to the fediverse i have a story right so there's been multiple reactions to this takeover there's a lot of people mostly leftists or people on the or left-leaning or on the left um why i'm not sure moan, they're, they're very upset their account because they're like oh my god <laughs> he's gonna Bring back free speech, whatever that means, right? Now, he, Elon, to his credit, has gone on to mention, like, the the far-right people are not going to like this either. He wants to kick them off, too, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, I want to cover the 80% of the bell curve of people who are respectful but have varying opinions. Because he he believes there's a very far-left skew. And he, he accurately states that there's a far-left skew on Twitter. Like, yeah. everybody saw that Joe Rogan episode with Tim Pool, right? Oh, um, yeah. With that Jack from Twitter when he was the CEO was on, and he got grilled alive. That was hilarious. Um, it's also funny too uh, that you, now that you mentioned Jack, he he even supported Elon. He uh-huh. had a huge Twitter thread where he's just like, "Yeah, no, I, yeah. the I company think was a mistake." Is the, this is the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, aside from the fact that he's been saying that for years, but he even, I mean, the guy who invented fucking or invented created Tumblr even said the same thing. Right. Yeah. yeah so Although it's, it's like, yeah, it's funny to me how like out of touch those guys are mm-hmm. because like I remember. Uh, a few months ago, Jack was lamenting on his Twitter about how he regrets destroying internet culture and <laughs> and how internet used to be. And he was mm. like, man, I just wish that we could go back to like how the internet was with like IRC and like activity pub and like geo cities and stuff i wish that we could just go back to that and it's like me on the fediverse being like that's what it is gonna, that's my everyday like then we're gonna tell jack that that still exists that, well, that, I mean, that, yeah i mean that's and, the whole thing whole purpose of blue sky wasn't it yeah mm-hmm. yeah so. i mean and if it wasn't twitter it was gonna be something else he just yeah. cleverly was like oh this is the number of characters you can get in a regular text message because most people yeah. are still using that yeah. kind of mm-hmm. T9 texting at the time. I remember. So. I remember having my first Twitter account, which no longer exists. Don't look for it. Um, and okay. I would post by texting the Twitter number with my text messenger on my yep. flip phone. Like, I remember. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. And that, like, it was, if it wasn't him, it would have been somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and anybody else would have came along and done it. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. I don't understand the concept do of it. destroying internet culture. Like, we have those things like you were saying but we also have a lot more because the internet's now for everybody it's not just for nerds yeah Yeah. and i think you know i I think elon gets that and i think that people feel threatened because obviously 
like I was saying with the, the that that one Joe Rogan episode with Tim Pool, like there is a very clear left wing bias, and he got called out on it. Um, Jack did, and um, it never really changed, right? And and Elon is that one of his many tweets after taking over uh, was referencing that exact episode, and that brought everyone's attention to it. And they're like, "Wait, what?" Um, and people have just been looking for any reason to shit on him. There's plenty of reasons to shit on him. They're gonna find yeah. him, right? Well, yeah, he's a, a, a rich billionaire that has nothing to do with reality somehow right yeah but like a lot of the stuff that they're digging up is not relevant or just straight up false like for example twitter has a twitter has a permanent ban on the my pillow ceo guy right (laughs) and one of the the far right wingers who have been celebrating elon's buyout are like oh they're gonna bring trump back they're gonna they're gonna undo all that shit no he's not right there's no evidence that he will ever do any of that and and i can i can attest i mean there was a, a, a trend going where where people that had suspended accounts were starting to get them back. Uh-huh. And uh, everyone was like, oh, my God, we're going to get fucking Trump back. We're going to get everybody back. Uh, and they, they didn't look that the people getting their accounts back are people they got flagged for bullshit like copyright notices. Uh-huh. Yeah. That eventually nobody sued them and nothing went on. So if you appeal for it again, they're like, okay. No one's disputing this, so we can bring you back. Mm-hmm. And nobody else is getting back. Like right. I, I, I tried it out. I appealed for my thirty different Twitters that were all banned, and <laughs> Twitter immediately let me know. No, dude, you're not. You're not getting those fucking. Back. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. So no, no, no. We put those in the compactor. They're gone. Yeah. yeah. No, you're, you're, you're fucked. You're not coming back. I got that example though. So that my pillow guy, right? He's permanently banned. He made a new account and was like, hey, guys, I'm the MyPillow guy. I'm really here. Life is great. And then he gets banned again, like three hours later. The headline is, you know, the MyPillow guy came back and got banned like three hours after returning. And everyone's like, why did he get unbanned? Elon's going to ruin Twitter. No, he it was ban evasion. No, yeah. That was straight it's up ban evasion. Really they funny. never unbanned him. Like, it, it, And it's funny, too, because the, the day that the, the sale went through, they pushed... Uh, an article, I think it was an article, I want to say it was an article, but at least there was the rumor out there where um, they all were instantly unbanned, like Trump and all of them people. It's like, that and didn't people happen. people were running with that. People were oh. bitching about that on, on Twitter. I think it, it I think it died relatively quickly once people started realizing you can just search their fucking accounts and see if they're not there. Yeah, but, but that's, that's too much work. That's right, labor. That's you need yeah. to pay me for that. Like, there's probably still people out there that believe that they're unbanned right now. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah. they just read a headline and they're like, yeah, that's that's what happened. Right. Totally. Yeah. So there's been this weird network effect, right? That I'm way more interested in any of that Elon bullshit, right? Of hmm. uh, people like basically shilling for Mastodon on the Fetty, not or sorry on Twitter, not knowing what it is, right? Yeah. And the absolute culture shock they get when they arrive. It's kind of hilarious. Like, what, what things have you seen? I have some examples. I'll let you talk first, though. Um, I've seen quite a lot. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of Fediverse soldiers out there fighting the good fight, gatekeeping for us. Um, <laughs> I saw a lot of people complaining about uh, immediately when the surge started. Uh, somebody wrote a bot to uh, just post the N word at every new user constantly. <laughs> So immediately these people got on Mastodon or wherever the fuck they are and just got a string of racism sent to them and were like, <laughs> they took a oh bunch of God. pictures. They went back oh to my Twitter. God. This is, this is horrible. I've seen a lot of people complain about, uh, uh, like, uh, Barra, like, like lolly shit. 
mm-hmm. all around. It's like people that just don't understand. Which is all over Twitter too. They just it, yeah, it's all over Twitter. <laughs> but they just don't understand that they're just like, oh man, this Mastodon place fucking sucks. Even though it's somebody from a completely different instance that isn't running Mastodon. That isn't running Mastodon. That is posting just up. Wait until they see your, uh, Washington football team. <laughs> I know. Oh yeah, the Redskins. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, by the way, oh, they've actually got a name now. I saw. Well, they're the Commanders. Mm. I'm not changing my bot though. Oh no, it's a stupid fucking name. Washington Football Team was a better name than Commanders. I completely agree. It was just, it I was just so funny. Dra- I was I was in a bar on Saturday and I saw <laughs> you guys the expected happening. the sports I was like, the fuck team is this w? to name itself correctly. Yeah, and I I have seen I have seen a couple people complain about some of your bots. I'm sure that's why they, that's why they're <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah, exactly. To I mean, scare the gablins off. Bots. What are they gonna do about it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They they were used to, in the Great Gab War of, of twenty nineteen and they will be used yeah. again. Fuck, I forgot that, that that was the prime source of Gab's hate. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because there was a bug in Gab's UI because they had some weird like front end fork, right? Um and they had a list of users you should follow, and because my name was full of emojis, I was the number one all all, all time, all the time. So every Gab user sees, you know, Dylon at Shipposter Club, follow this guy. And it's like, I'm constantly repeating it, especially during the, the, the Gab event, right? I was constantly repeating the good shit that my bots are posting, which is just full of giant anime titties, right? And they, all these, you know, these good Christian mothers and fathers are just like, oh, my Lord. Why is her skin red and why does she have horns? And why are her tits out? Fucking They're whatever. good Christians. They wouldn't say tits. Come on. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, don't use the proper lingo. That horned woman's breasts are exposed, and she's getting fucked by a blue demon. There you go. (laughs) That's why it's. it's... You know what? That's very Christian of you, honestly, to swear and censor other words. Uh huh. I know. (laughs) You might want to use this Mm -hmm. after. I remember there was this this webm uh, from from the the gift board on 4chan of like it's it's Beyonce's all the single ladies but it's like a bunch of people in fursuits and they changed the lyrics to be f- about furries. I like I kept DMing that to Andrew Torba until he blocked me. Oh, God, <laughs> I would have blocked you. Too. I don't blame him. Jesus, that's well, that's that's the waves <laughs> that shit poster club makes. I love that it. Everybody everybody will discount us. And we're the ones that change the network. I know. <laughs> because like... we, we've, like, like Moon has said many times, we were here before you guys all came. We'll be here when you leave. Well, yeah. what and they, they will do? leave. Ask like... the internet to break you? No. So yeah. with, with these Mastodon users, right, there's a trend that I've noticed where there's a lot of people who will grandstand on Twitter saying, hey, I, I'm not leaving. I'm going to fight the good fight on Twitter. But I, I I have a Mastodon account. You should follow me because that's where I'll be on my leisure time. And it's like that account's gonna be derelict in a month. They're gonna oh, come yeah. back to Twitter because oh, yeah. they don't have on Mastodon. Who are they gonna complain at? Like the Kiwi Farms guys that are like spamming them that they probably mm-hmm. muted. Like no, like they're just gonna no, get yeah. bored and go back. Yeah, and then they're gonna see that that Eugen is just letting his network fall apart because he's an idiot. Did you see that and... he disabled the federated timeline on Mastodon social? Yeah, I did. Because yeah. it wasn't loading. Which, which... <laughs> That's Perfect. an insane option. Because Perfect. Why, like... Very nuclear. Imagine if Twitter turned off trends because yeah. it wasn't loading. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious that Mastodon works less than 
Pleroma at this point. I at know. this point, worse worse than than GNU Social. I was going to say Trump's like, new thing is like, going to work better. So Trump's yeah. new thing is oh, a fork of God. Mastodon, the same as Gab and the same as Counter Social, yeah. right? Except all three of those things have in common that they don't federate, but they're based on Mastodon for some reason, right? Also, Trump's only posted twice. His second post was the other day. Like, oh wow! Maybe. What a scam that site must be. Like, imagine oh, yeah. a bunch of like Facebook boomers showing up to finally follow Trump on a social media platform and discuss amongst themselves and hear their president speak. And it's like he's only posted twice. The first was like, a, "Hey, welcome. This site's gonna be great." And like, "Hey, I'll see you soon." Honestly, it's, it's just it's, like Jesus. It's another. It's another reason why. <laughs> it's more evidence pointing towards Trump being absolutely based. He has rounded up all of these internet boomers and in put them place. in a box where they will not be heard. Facebook is safe again. So, ever again. Some <laughs> asshole drank all my wine, by the way. Damn it. Oh, what what an ass. Go find that yeah, guy and strangle him. Whoa, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, these hoodie strings. I knew they were going to get me one day. They gotcha. Mm. <laughs> Still, it's just... I've seen so much cringe in the last, like, week. It's so funny. Like, one time, like, uh, so my wife, Destiny, right? She goes by Irony 2 and 2 at Shipbuster Club. Um, she was scrolling through Fetty, and, and, and she was like, what am I looking at? And I'm like, I look at the thread, and it's one of those uh, introduction posts. It's got, like, 100 replies from Kiwi Farms, right? Mm. <laughs> and um, I, I explained to her, like, the Elon Musk thing, what's happening. Because she was totally unaware. She's like, I don't give a shit about this. Why would I know that? <laughs> right? And it's like, they're, they're getting trolled so hard. <laughs> Like they're they're latching onto every person that shows up in their feed because, unlike Mastodon Social, they have a federated timeline. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, it's perfect. It's it's the it's the exact type of gatekeeping that the Fediverse needs. It's hilarious. Like, I mean, the, their posts are like profanity laden and full of racism. Like, but that's what works on those people, right? Like, it's yeah. it's it's effective trolling. Like I, yeah, it's hilarious. I'm just like, wow, they think these people are serious. They think the whole network's like this. They have the wrong idea. Uh, and it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> in, in a weird way, it's honestly the same shit that happened with 4chan like years and years and years. Oh ago. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it, it it's you're just saying obscenities to make strategy. the, the weak hearted leave. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. they're not, you know, strong enough to participate. They, they can't, they can't cut the irony from the, uh, from the seriousness, right? Like they just exactly they don't understand the language. I mean, it is literally the entirety of the the term to work more was yeah to learn your shit before you fucking speak. Mono in the chat you says, like "Have you seen the our drama CC Lord. thing?" And I I uh, I've seen that website. I've seen some people from that site participate in those same trolling threads that I'm referring to, but I don't know specifically. What's up with that website? Uh, and I don't know if I care. <laughs> uh, I don't know what it is, so no. Yeah, I it's a Fetty instance. I just don't know what they did. Okay. Other than no, participate in the trolling. Only one that I know in that shit poster. Because every now and then I just pop in to see what uh, big titty red horn girls. I have more up. bots. In yeah, fact, I have Dylan, one that just posts but girls only with horns. one that's great. Look, right. I just. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That you was... have two that are great. Sorry, oh, right. Uh, I have an SMT was... bot I made just for Trio Doug. That, and you made you the go. Theo bot for me. And the Fe- I also made the Theo bot oh, for you, best girl. Okay. Which, uh, yeah, I've... Oh, man. That that, that has ex- improved my Fediverse experience a hundredfold. That's nah, the point I'm of the bot. I'm just giving Dylan shit. I know. I was actually inspired by somebody else. Like, I wasn't the first one to you make image the bots. Automata bot? There is a Nero. That was the first one I made. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So um, I was inspired to make this. image posting bots by somebody on Smuglolly who made a bot for the – what's that franchise called? It starts with an N. You're not going to – no, I don't know. Nepgear Nep- – Neptunia. Neptunia. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have a story about that in a second. So so someone made a bot yeah. that just posts images from that franchise, and it was just you know cute anime girls from an anime game that I'd never played. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I like this bot. And uh, it's so simple. It's like there's a pool of images. It picks one at random and posts every 20 minutes. And I'm like – I could make that. And then I ended up making the Nearbot as a joke. Um, the context is not really relevant of the, what the joke was. And then I eventually made a shit bunch more. I think the second one was Xenobot. Does degree going to good? <laughs> I, to good use. I didn't expect, you know, because by the time Gab showed up, I already had like 12 or 13 or 14 bots. Um, some number in the teens. And um, they, they made a lot of comments about how much they don't like those bots. And it's like, oh. Okay, well, I'm going to make yeah. more. Yeah. And, and then it just kind of exploded from there. And I, I, I believe I started a trend where other people started making bots. Uh, instead of asking me to cover their niches or niches or whatever, uh, they just made their own. And I'm like, that's great. You do that. Niche, like the guy's name that I can't spell. Right? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> What's the worst that could add, guys? Nihilism. Just a Nietzsche bot. <laughs> anime girl nihilism. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there's anime girl Nietzsche somewhere. But yeah, no, Dylan. Fucking go ahead, victim. Neptunia. Yeah. Fucking, I don't even remember how it happened. Fucking sitting there, or I think we're playing Phasmophobia, Jordan, GTA, and me. Uh-huh. And GTA just out of the blue gifts, or asked Jordan for his Steam, because he realized he didn't have him at it as a friend. I literally, instantly, I'm like, I already knew where this was going. They were talking about Neptunia and some other bullshit. Motherfucker gifts Jordan a game. Jordan feels, he feels guilt, plays the goddamn game. Just so he doesn't feel guilty. Mm-hmm. He's like so our friend Jordan loves now. anime. You know, he's been on a Final Fantasy VII kick for 20 years straight. Um, Poor you know, guy. I, I know. <laughs> he's been playing Final New Threat or whatever, the mod. Uh, but yeah, like, you know, he watches a lot of anime. He's into that stuff, right? But like, I don't know. Maybe it's because he's from Tennessee. And he's like a, a burly man. A burly strong man from Tennessee. Uh, but like cute anime shit. Like, he doesn't like talk about it much, right? And it's really funny to tease him. So it's like... One time, like I sent him a picture of like what I was, because I was like I was kicking back. I had like a, a a glass a glass of whiskey straight on ice, right? And I was playing Xenoblade Chronicles too. And I'm just like, yeah, manly shit, man. And it's like I, I don't know, man. <laughs> and I'm like, what's manlier than giant anime titties and whiskey? Like nothing, absolutely nothing. That's what the forefathers fought for. Yeah, right. That's why they call it culture, Dylan. <laughs> I mean, you know, look, if we want to go off on a fucking tangent oh, about no. anime, we can, but I think that's a bad plan. It's okay. We got a lot of time. Oh. We have so much time. Oh, we have we have infinite time. We can just never stop recording. <laughs> I have lots of hard drive space. 24-hour <laughs> uh, podcast. We're, we're only at an hour and 14 minutes. I haven't got to a single agenda item that I wrote down. That is fairly normal. That is normal for our show. Okay, so before we delve into just an anime ridiculousness, is there anything that we desperately need to get on the agenda? Because this could take the entire rest of our scheduled time if we choose to go anime. I mean, I have a couple of anime-related or adjacent agenda items, right? But uh, Oh, actually, uh, we could skip right to that if you want. uh, Because that actually pissed me off to read that. What's what's on your agenda that you that you most wanted to talk about? So, um, 
what's on my agenda that I most wanted to talk about. Um, you know, it's all kind of subjective. Like, I don't really care. Like, the agenda is only there so we don't go silent without a topic to discuss. Yeah. Right? That is very rare. It doesn't really happen unless we really drain a topic of all of its energy and don't have a, yeah. a segue to a new one. Right? That's what the list is for. <laughs> I can't even remember the last time we've let that happen. Okay, fine. If we're not going to do this, I'm going to tell you about my favorite anime of the season. Okay. <sighs> I, I don't watch... By the way, so, uh, Trio, I don't know if you know this, but I don't really watch anime. Like, I've seen some classics. Like, I've seen Ghost in the Shell, Gundam, Cowboy Bebop, Kill a I'm, Kill, like, some newer stuff like Gurren Lagann, but, like, I don't watch, like, season... Like, it's the new season the of anime. Yeah, yeah I, I, don't watch, I don't watch seasonal anime at all. Every time uh, a new anime comes like out, I... Things, but... Every time a new anime comes out, I sit down and I'm like, okay, do I really want to watch My Dress Up Darling or can I rewatch Gundam? And I, I pick Gundam you every can time. Rewatch every time. Always. Every time. Oh, Gundam's Why amazing. And so I got the, si I got the display behind me. I don't know if you saw those. Here. The new fucking Gundam, Gundam oh, I'm looking forward to it. The Witch from Mercury. Because they've okay. knocked it out of the park every new Gundam that they've mm -hmm. made in like the last decade. Oh, should we talk about Trio's Gunpla collection? Is, oh, is it visible? I, Oh my I unfortunately God. No. only have these. It's not visible, but I, I have I have too many of them. I've got a Zaku one right here. Uh, this is my favorite. You do build streams sometimes, or you just put them together. I haven't in a while, but I, I really want to get back to it. I need to get another camera so I can have the nice have the top hand down shot. hand uh, shots. This is my favorite. That is probably the most. It is not in frame. Uh, I cannot. See the most. It. I, I know. I'm gonna pull it down in a second. Oh. Uh, <laughs> He's revealing it. Probably the most like benign one that anybody wouldn't no one would pick this but i love it it's uh the dodai kai <laughs> the Dana. fucking flyer oh, okay <laughs> they don't want to shoot it. down a pilot they put them on and they exactly. shoot that down instead yeah. even though that's killing people all the same because yeah for some reason they're like hey what if we just sacrificed a pilot and put them in this really slow and terrible flyer <laughs> very japanese of them very yeah so i have <laughs> I have I have too much. I've I've already gotten to the point where uh, my girlfriend has told me that I need to stop buying until <laughs> I build some of them. Because you, <laughs> you keep buying the boxes because like this ain't going to be available later. Yeah, no, I I well, that's I, fair. Uh, it will be, but it'll be like triple, quadruple the well, fucking price. or it'll be something, or they'll not do the high the the master grade of it, and it'll mm -hmm. only be like a high grade or some shit. Or you'll yeah. buy it secondhand, and someone's probably came mm -hmm. on it. Well, or painted it. Yeah. Ugh. Put the Zaku in the jar. No, like, so. <laughs> no! <laughs> I'm not a coward, but I don't have any Gunplas yet. I, I got the fucking disc plates behind me because I, I was like, I want Gundam in my room, but I don't want to build any kits right now because I'm waiting for my oldest son, who's four, to be a little bit older so we can do it together, right? Hey, yeah. And idea. in fairness, they've got a lot of really good quality, like, low effort Gunpla these days. Yeah, I'll probably like, start uh, with those. They recently, uh, like at the start of this year, uh, they created an entirely new grade, which is entry grade. Uh, those are like you don't even need you don't need the uh, I'm not going to say the word because it sounds too close to the game word, but uh, you don't need the clippers. Uh, <laughs> Wait, you what are those called? Uh, they're. They're called nippers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I heard say that. that. <laughs> it, it's fine. I can't remember. The last game I played, Elden Ring had a word. I think it was. No, it was before Elden Ring. Were they snake creatures called Nagas? 
No, it was something. And I people mean, got banned for that. You've abused Naga a lot. Every time I said it, I, I made m <laughs> fucking certain to say it properly. Because like, all Twitch needs to do is catch like to mistake me saying yeah. this word wrong, and I'm fucking gone. <laughs> just like, oh fuck. I yeah, the same way. Sorry. They, they have a, a entry grade, which you do not need the nippers. Uh, you do not need to paint or anything. You just can tear them right off the sprue. Hmm. Uh, comes in very, very like low amount of parts, and you can just slap them together in like ten minutes. Uh, opposed to uh, real grade, which is one of these guys that it's has the, the metal bits in it, right? Uh, no, this one. Oh uh, no, the, I'm trying to remember what those are. They only those are. Those... Uh, perfect grade usually. Yeah, mm. yeah. No, they only announced that a few like that. This one that I'm specifically looking at, like last year, and it was mm -hmm. like very detailed. Like it looked like somebody's like Mark One Iron Man like <laughs> thing. You no, know, it was really like there were more bits than you would imagine. Do they have like LED yeah. lights and stuff in them, like like the it unicorn model will glow like fucking um, red, no, red they, or green. They, I don't <laughs> think they have them in base, but I think they have like the accessibility to put. LEDs in them. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You can you can buy them from Bandai uh, uh, aftermarket and then just swap them in. God, oh, man, sure. that the life size unicorn is probably my favorite thing that Japan has ever done. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, now oh, yeah. they now they have the uh, life sized RX seventy eight that moves. They yep. do have mm -hmm. the, well the the unicorn happened after that because yeah. the unicorn. No, the, yeah. the uh, oh wait, the, it, the one that moves. Yeah, the one that. After, oh. yeah. The one oh. that, that it actually, like, walks. Oh, and, okay. Uh, that so, was for the Yokohama. But uh, I, I think there was a version of it that was before. Yes, there was yes. one that was, like, a decade ago now. Yeah, there was. Didn't move, it moved its head back and forth, and that was it. It moved its head, and I believe it moved its arm up to be the... Uh, oh, the last shot? The last shot pose. Oh. Which, also, fun bit of detail, when they took uh, that one apart, they took off the head... And uh, the right arm first, and they left it in the last shot pose for a couple months before they took the rest of it down. That's that's cool. That's clever. Yeah. And, man, I like Gundam is one of those things. Like, I think there's more like oomph and history in it than basically any other like franchise that made it out of Japan. And I haven't seen yeah. it all yet. Like, I've seen a lot of it, but I haven't seen all of it. So it's like, every time a new show comes around, like, because I know anime comes out in seasons, it's quarterly, people get really hyped for the new shit, the the new, the, the, the chicks are like, you know, girl of the month, and then all the artists will draw a bunch of art of it, and my boss will post it because they're scraping, right? Yep. So I find <laughs> out about them anyway. I'm sure there's lots of Marin in your boss Tons, lately. Like, you don't even know anything about her. Except no. That, it's funny that, to think that... I don't. <laughs> that shit literally will come, and some will, well, and so will I the users will get the bots. I mean, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but the, I, it's so weird. That like, someone will watch on and be like, "Yeah, my waifu," and then next week they're like, "Yeah, that's my waifu now too." Well, and everybody's confused this season because of Anya, because she's an yeah. actual little girl. That, oh no, that that's already oh, that's already yeah. been. Had oh, I'm sure that somebody's just dropped that shit. Well, oh, I've heard about that controversy because someone made a tweet. Where they're like, I hate how they sexualize this shit, but like the scene isn't sexual at all, right? Oh god, all no. it, yeah, there, all there's it is nothing is sexual blushing. about. Yeah, it's just like a, it's just like a dad laying down with his daughter, and then like yeah, the it's... the mother or the, the some other adult woman in the same show is like super hot, right? 
Yeah. I mean, she is, but she's not overly sexualized in yeah. the slightest. It's actually funny. Seen. Half the time she's wearing a fuck. Well, like ninety percent of the time she's wearing a fucking sweater, like a giant. Yeah, and coat, when coat she's sweater. in her sexy assassin outfit, it's just a black not, dress. Yeah, she's not mm-hmm. like overly sexual. It, it's weird. It's like that show is woman, somehow so- the most family friendly show about a literal assassin who kills people and a spy who has had to kill people, and it is and probably, we'll probably one of the most family friendly animes I've ever watched. Show. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. yeah, blood and everything. You see it. it, it happens. Oh yeah, no, it's, but it the, is family friendly. But it is so. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm looking forward Somehow. to uh, the new Gundam, uh, which from Mercury, because mm-hmm. it's just a new property in Gundam. That's like oh, okay. huge thing. like is I it a new universe even... or is it in the UC? I don't know if it's going to be UC or anything like that. All I know is that it's pretty fucking new. Like I think yeah. it's kind of like the Iron Blooded Orphans kind of thing, where it's just like. You know what? We're just gonna start fresh. Yeah, I, I believe it is. It is a. Uh, I believe that it is an alternate universe, which I have no experience in. I'm I'm a I'm a UC purist. You never seen Wing? Uh, I have seen Wing. Wing <laughs> okay. Wing was actually the first Gundam that I saw. Everyone like, says that it's okay. Like three episodes in, I was like, "Yo, this is dog shit." I'm not. <laughs> Well, I'm not really into this. I was young when I saw it, so I thought it was cool as fuck. But so I was young. With, I was little, you know. The the problem with uh, Wing is it is very space opera, where yeah. Gundam normally isn't very space opera. Yeah, I think Wing was my first too, and I think well, the, it, it it turned me off on Gundam almost entirely back then. I know. Yeah, he's like, trying to call you action. in, like watch Origin, watch Unicorn, yeah. start somewhere. I'm sure. I'm sure there's something because I I I think we've told this before, but I I had the moment of like. I hate Mecha. That's that was what I thought. I didn't think about Gundam or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And then I watched Code Geass back in the day, and I'm like, oh, you know what? This is actually pretty cool. Like, I'm like, you know, Mechs exist. And then I'm just like, I just ignored it. But that things are fucking cool, man. Yeah, <laughs> giant robots are fucking <laughs> cool. Xenogears, one of my favorite JRPGs of all fucking time. Now you recently streamed it. Right? Yeah, you guys, you guys mentioning all your Gunpla and robot models and shit, and I'm like, I could fucking buy a model from that game, even though it's a three decades old now. Mm-hmm. I think. And probably it cost me an arm and a fucking leg. But you know, yeah, I want, you know what I want? There's some model kits. I've seen them online, but they're like kind of rare and they're not easily obtainable. But they're like model yeah. kits for Omega Boost, which is a oh, really oh, old wow. PS1 game where wow. you're in a God messy. yeah, it is. Fuck yeah. Hey, but you know what? <laughs> Eiffel 65 talks about it in their song. That's right, right oh, next fair. to Tekken 3, and it's like, ah yeah. oh, man, they play the same games I play. <laughs> I think they mentioned uh, Valley Ridge, wasn't that or Ridge Ridge? No, Valley. Ridge Racer was the other uh, racing game. Tekken 3, Metal Gear Solid, Silent Hill. I think that's the order that they mentioned. There's there's yeah, a, it, there's a song called My Consola, and they, they, they rattle off all the PS1 games that they've been playing. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it, it makes no sense that it would be on it, but I assume that they were very stoned. Probably. <laughs> They're also attacked. As, mu- as musicians <laughs> are wont to be. Yeah, so um, what I'm looking about, uh, Witch from Mercury, it's going to be its own story with new mobile suits so i think it's going to be outside of the uc but like iron-blooded yeah. orphans it's going to be a i assume it's going to be like iron-blooded orphans because that thing was wildly different and you know and they're like well really if we gotta popular. kill kids we gotta kill kids guys so Tria, it you was really IBO? fucking popular too um it's the same thing with wing i saw a couple episodes of ibo didn't like it um a, like i said i'm 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 didn't get to the child murder not far enough well like I did, but, like, it doesn't, like, 
it doesn't hit me as hard. Mm-hmm. Like what I like about UC Gundam is there is a lot of child murder, but it's played in such a how do I say this? I don't want to say realistic, but in a in a very grounded way. Where probably because there's a lot of history, right? It's yeah, and it's not like a lot of the times it's not like super like anime tropey. Even though Gundam is so old that it kind of wrote most a lot of the tropes that you would see today. Yeah, but uh, like it's it's very much like like it's the same reason why I like uh, Evangelion a lot, mm-hmm. uh, which. Shinji is basically a copy of Amuro from getting the fucking mm-hmm. robot. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. it's really highlights like where war. It's like they took you see original Gundam and Sailor Moon and put them together, right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Then, that's like, that's Evangelion. In there for fun. <laughs> basically. Yeah. And like that's why I like you see Gundam a lot. I I love the the just story between the Federation and the Zeon. Uh, Republic. Mm-hmm. I like I like that setting a lot, and that's why I like Gundam because I love the UC setting. The mechs are just kind of icing on the cake for me. Right. Yeah. There's also this like effect that uh, I think the MCU employed very effectively, where it's like there's a long timeline, a lot of history here, and a lot of a lot of properties in the franchise. And if you've seen eighty percent of them, um, or maybe you've seen a hundred percent of them, and they're making more. Are you going to skip the next one? Really? No, yeah, you're not. Exactly. Yeah. You're not going to no, fucking well, skip it. I, I think a lot of people look at continuity I haven't seen. and they were like, oh, I like that. Like MCU, for instance, right? They, they love that continuity. But they don't mm-hmm. know that why they like that. They're just like, oh, I've just seen all the movies. I'm yeah. going to keep seeing them. Mm-hmm. But then you look at something that genuinely uses continuity well, which I haven't seen Gundam's entire uh they do so, a good job. I'm of assuming it they do a very overall, good job, or else they wouldn't yeah. exist. Yeah, there especially because there are there are a ton of of spinoffs that are in the Universal Century that they do it perfectly to the point yeah. where, like, I always I always recommend that people watch the original animation first before watching something like Eighth MS Team, which is mm-hmm. something that everybody recommends watching. But I always recommend watching the original animation first. It's because... just three movies. It's not long, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just three movies, and I mean, uh, we did it for Marvel. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fair. And it's like a lot of fan service that you really wouldn't understand or appreciate at its fullest unless you went to the UC. And that's how I feel a lot about a lot of the alternate universe stuff. It's very derivative. Like, there's the whole thing with with Char clones. Like, right. Almost, oh, every, almost every. Gundam AU has a fucking man in a mask that is the villain, in a, and he's in a red mobile suit. Yep. Yeah, and yeah, and he has always. a red mobile suit. Yeah, always. And you know, at at some point, it's even like UC every time does it. Every time, <laughs> yeah, even UC does it. And every time I watch something like that, I'm always just thinking, like, I could just be watching zero seven nine Gundam right now. Well, then that, to... that's kind of the thing about Gundam in general is they all. Like, even the other Gundams, they always have, mm-hmm. like, very much ties to their original thing. Like, uh, w- what was the one that was a retelling of? Origin? No, no, no. I mean, like, a, like they reset it, uh, kind of. The one with Freedom. Uh, anyways, the one with Kira. And the oh, oh, oh uh, 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 Seed? Yeah, Seed. Mm. Seed is Gundam, a retelling. Seed? 
Yeah, and it's beat but it's spam not the central same, right? and all that. Well, no, 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 no. It's a when I say retelling is like everything's kind of the same, but also out of order. Yeah, it, they've got all the same puzzle pieces, but nothing's quite the same. Um, and that one, that one doesn't quite work the same way. Uh, there are some moments in it, of course, but it's not as good as Amuro and trying his best. Mm. Um, it, yeah, dealing with the fact that he's killing people and that really mm-hmm. sets him off because they he's just a little boy that, he's innocent well that's one thing that a lot of gundams get wrong mm-hmm. is like you'll have these guys that are just doing better than like kira is a good example he just doesn't kill people anymore because he's that overpowered yeah the gundam wing guys get into that too at the end of it too which eh, but and that was kind of what brought ibo back into the yeah. four was like they didn't fuck around with that. Oh, you're against me. I'm just gonna smash your cockpit because that's the quickest way to solve yeah. the problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, Can I? Like, I, I want to say something on that too because mortality is something that like is so rare to get touched on nowadays. Or if it gets mm-hmm. touched on, it gets touched on horrifically in such a weird skew, like uh, The Last of Us Two, for instance. It never gets touched on properly. It actually like another throwback to Xeno Gears. I think they touched on it really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I feel like it. When it's done bad, it's really, uh, really noticeable. It, yeah, it's noticeable. Yeah. And then when it's not done at all, people just kind of like, like, ah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, like my my favorite Gundam moment. My the thing that really really got me into Gundam is uh, there's an episode where Amuro uh, leaves White Base and he takes the Gundam with him and he's like, "Fuck this! I'm sick of getting into the robot. I'm fucking killing people. I don't want to do this. I'm gonna run away." And he runs away, and he is stuck in the desert, and he finds this, like, basically shelter where war, uh, like, uh, uh, refugees are living in. And he goes there, and he sees his mom. His mom's there, who he hasn't oh, yeah. spoken to in forever. And his mom's like, oh, my God. Oh, shit, I haven't seen him in forever. And he's like, oh, my God, Mom. Oh, my God. And then a soldier from the Zeon Republic, who they're fighting, goes to inspect the center. Amuro hides, the soldier finds him, and in out of instinct, Amuro shoots the soldier. Mm-hmm. And then his mom looks at him and is says, what have, what have you become? Like, you're not my boy. You just killed somebody. Like, this guy has a wife and a, and a kid. Like, you're, you're a monster now. What, yeah. what, have, you, what have you done? And God, him is so he, good. <laughs> and he has to live with the fact that, like, oh, shit, like, his mom I, just like pointed I, I, out that he's like become this monster and exactly yeah. I've, I've become this monster that I didn't want that I left White Bay specifically because I don't want to become, and he realizes that I am a soldier, and whether or not hmm. I was I chose to be one, I'm I'm living it. Like the fact that I shot this guy who's just wearing a different uniform than I am proves that I have chosen my side now, and yeah. I have yep. to live with this moment and hmm. move on. That's and, kind of, yeah, no, that really and that, and that's kind of what shit I sets like, them. Though. This is why that's every time really I what, see a new I, anime, it's like, I could just rewatch Gundam. Exactly. Well, and yeah. that's, it, really, Gundam is, like, because at the end of the day, it's not, like, the giant robots are cool, they're at the forefront, that's what brings people in, but people stay for the war is bad message, and it hurts everybody involved. Yeah. Like, that's what we're there for. Like, ultimately, yeah. that's honestly where I think uh, Benadjur is the second best Amuro as it stands, mm-hmm. like, from Unicorn. Because 
I didn't hate Camille, although I did find Camille a lot more annoying. And Judah is just a cool guy. Yeah, Judah's just Judah's just Chad. That's yeah, a cool guy that like, likes explosions. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he's like if Char was a good guy, kind of thing. Right. <laughs> but like, although you know, we do have moments like I just came here to laugh at you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, but in general, though, like, like because. I think that's the point of Benadger, at least for Unicorn, is to be like the step above Amuro. Not yeah. to say he's better than Amuro, but he could actually realize the point of, oh, I don't have to kill people because I have magic, essentially. Yeah. I mean, it was a little, but I don't think they overdid it between that and the Phoenix. Yeah. And all I that. mean, they had already they had already introduced new mm. type space magic by Zeta. Right, so. Judah I thought it was Judah all right. Was the first one that really over like overdid the space magic with yeah. And then I ram him with my core fighter question mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was that was the thing that like I Zeta is is my favorite series out of it. Uh, Zeta loved, went hard. I loved the... Camille so much. It, it went really hard with just the depressing. Hey, that's your mom in Element that, spa- in that uh, glass in space. What could possibly happen to her? Oh, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Just constantly just... Oh, that other ship full of named characters? Not anymore, they aren't. Yeah, they're fucking <laughs> gone. And yeah, it only really gets space magic-y in literally the last, like, ten minutes. Yeah, and the final all those episode. women that died for you, Camille, their spirits are going to come back to help you mm-hmm. because they're dead. What nice ladies. Well, I mean, oh, being a woman in Gundam like is the most dangerous thing. Oh yeah, Tomino Tomino did not did not think very well of women. Like if on you're the a field. potential love interest, you're going to die almost exclusively or uh, let's see Stardust Memory is my personal favorite. Um uh that's the 0083. Yes, yeah, with Nina um, at the end betraying well, everybody. Yeah, Nina, and Nina's just like, and now I get to live a very unsatisfied life because both men that I'm in love with are forever out of my reach. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Woe but, is you. And also, like, Zero Eight MS Team, right? Yeah, the anime had a really happy ending, but that's not how the manga ended, did it? No. I assume no. they're supposed to die. No. Yeah. Like, that. that, you know... That real chipper, fifteen-year-old uh, redhead girl, she didn't have a happy ending. No, but uh, that that ending comes from a light novel uh, that is still untranslated, but mm. people have roughly translated it to where she had a very, very not happy ending. Right. Uh, very, yeah. very not happy ending. Right. I mean, she didn't have a good time in the anime, honestly, either. Just be, no. just being honest. Like, oh look, everybody I know died. Mm-hmm. Wait, I'm, I'm thinking of yeah, the 15 year old, the older yeah. redhead. She De- was pretty uh, okay. A swift death would have been a mercy for what happened to her. Yeah, uh, yeah. and then uh, war yeah, as hell. We have. See, now we just need a, a, we just need a second season where she's grown up and gets revenge. Well, and then mm-hmm. we have we also have 0080, uh, War in the Pocket, where oh, being a grunt. That pocket. one's just a great way to die. Like, yeah. oh, look, you've got these elite, uh, uh, Scar- poor Scarlet team never shot a shot. They all died to uh, Super Shotgun Man Kempfer. Mm-hmm. And then he got shredded because yeah, apparently they're like, you know demolished. what we should do? We should have AP anti-personnel AP rounds in, a, <laughs> in the wrist of our Gundam. Yeah. Like, there's no like going back from that. that you're shredding pilots. No, um, yeah. 
But mm-hmm. the older ones, now that you mention it, like the grunt ones specifically, not necessarily. Uh, I don't know if the original one really touches on it, but like in the first or second episode of uh, Stardust Memory, they they talk about you know the not the team leader, but like the the number two guy who got bazooka in the cockpit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're like, "You want to go clean that out? No, leave it to the recovery team." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like how, he took um, a bazooka to the cockpit. He's super dead. I like how like Thunderbolt was really good, and then they made a second one. Like the, there's more than one, obviously, right? The second movie, um, so depressing. Uh, like just the outcome of the first one, like because the first one ends in such a way where it's like, oh, I wonder what happened, right? And then the second one's like, oh, your love interest uh, lost her mind, Mister Main Character Man, and it's like, oh. Yeah. You're yeah, that's her the caretaker, and she's... Thunderbolt really, really hammers it home how depressing it is. And then you also have the nice juxtaposition of of the main character being like, "Dude, piloting mobile suits is the coolest fucking thing in the world." Murdering and people, then, pew pew pew. Like, yeah, the and then they... and then they're like, "Oh yeah, here are your teammates, literal fourteen year olds that are he's just like... going to die." And he's like, uh-huh. "Yeah, they'll make great human shields for me." Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, great! The new cannon fodder's in. Oh no, that's basic. Like, wait, no, at the tail end of the first, uh, the first half of Thunderbolt, he quite literally uses them as cannon fodder to slow down uh, the Zeon. Yeah, like, and they end up winning their fight? Question mark. But like ninety percent of them died. <laughs> so did they win? Yeah. So, Rick, did you actually have an anime of the season you wanted oh, yeah, to talk no, about, well, or was it the Gundam movie? <laughs> well, funny enough, I was happy to tangent on Gundam because I really do like Gundam. I, that is, I know. like, if Gundam, my head, if I had to pick a favorite Gundam, it would be Gundam. Yeah. Like, like, or favorite anime. I knew what I meant. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I totally. But, my favorite Gundam is Gundam. <laughs> there you go. There's Might an well say yes title. to that point. <laughs> Uh, but no, the like so there is one that I'm really enjoying. Um, it's and of course it's a light novel name. You know, trapped in a dating sim, the world of Atome Games is tough for mobs. Oh yes, <laughs> I actually, love yeah. I love the light novel names that are just like they're so long. Why bother? Naming oh, they're they're, they're, they're almost as long as the Dojin point. names. It's like oh my god, like what the fuck am I reading? <laughs> so what's funny about this one for me? Is the first episode pretty much covers the plot of the game because you know reasons and you know main character has to die. We can just skip over that. We know what's happening. He's in the he's in the Nisekai. but uh, so he abuses his knowledge of the game to get like end game items. <laughs> he's just like I hate this life, and then but he looks like a normal anime character, and all the like named characters from video games have like shining eyes. All the women are busty. All the men are supermodels. It's great. And he's just doing his best. And it's really entertaining. Because he's just a bit, like, of an asshole. Just Where? enough of an asshole. Wasn't that the show, too, where all the mechs are actually 2D animated? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, the whole thing's 2D animated. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, that was the part where I looked at it and I'm like, okay, wait yeah, a fucking so it, second. So does, and I know he said dating system. But uh, dating sim. But for some reason, this dating sim that he played had like mechs in it. It had like b- like hover bike races. We haven't gotten to that in the anime, but it's in the opening t- credits. So 
I'm not spoiling anything. Like all kinds of dumb shit that's just like, why would this be in a dating sim game? And he's having to deal with it because now he lives in that life. <laughs> it, it really does sound like an ironic mm. take on like a dude playing an Otome game. Yeah. Or like like a like a like a visual novel or dating sim game aimed at women. Right? Yeah, and, and I, I think that sounds that sounds funny. Well, the funny part about it, like the setup was his yeah, younger and or older sister, it doesn't matter. His sister made him play it because she couldn't hundred percent the game. I mean, this is anime, played. it really doesn't matter which way. I, uh, yeah, it doesn't. Uh, um and one of the yeah Unfortunately. And, yeah, no, it's just it's just ridiculous because he walks in to like he gets in a duel with the five the five leads from the game, you know, one on one on one or a series of one on ones where he naturally beats their ass. It's only episode four, of course he beats their ass. Uh, but and he does it with a shovel, I might add. So he's shovel knighting their ass. But um yeah, no, it's just great. They go on about honor and all that shit and he's like, Yeah, so I'm a one shot, you know? And he's taking his frustrations from his previous life out on them, where he's like, oh, this guy, he only uses spears and he uses old equipment. So he's like, I can only equip in the game. He can only equip a handful of items because he's so honorable and all that shit. And so he's like, be better. You're such a pile of shit for not updating your equipment. You like, oh, isn't it convenient? You get to use the excuse that you lost because you're, you know, using out of date equipment. Yeah, and then he does everything but teabag them, really. Huh. It would have been appropriate if he did. Oh, it would have. And he would have known, but nobody else would have gotten it. So, you know, maybe that's why he didn't. But yeah, no, it's it's honestly like an anime that should be crap, but somehow mm -hmm. is incredibly entertaining. Yeah, and the OP of, slaps. A lot of people have okay. been talking about it. And I was like, I only watched like an, episode, or like a, an anime or two out of each season mm -hmm. nowadays. If this, that, even sometimes. But this season's really paying for my Crunchyroll subscription. Honestly, there are a you lot. Mean of our them. Crunchyroll subscription. <laughs> well, I mean, yes, it's our Crunchyroll subscription, Dylan. But I pay it's for fucking it. Fucking Bugs Bunny meme. <laughs> I simply this don't time, use it. I pay for it. I haven't used it in a while. I'll admit. No, that's fair. Yeah, um, yeah. I... Destiny should finish off uh, Inuyasha Part Two at some point. She watched like one episode. Don't know if we're going back. <laughs> so um i feel like i should point out before we move on from the subject of anime that sarge is back uh but we're barely keeping on topic with the four of us so he's just gonna hang out in the chat uh oh, but fair. he does say in the chat for the listeners listen to the recording that jjk is his favorite anime uh i don't know what that is uh, oh, <laughs> Jesus. 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 he's not here so we can talk to him about it when he's on next time yeah yeah it's it's <laughs> a very wanna, good anime uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just want to throw a shit post out and just tell him uh, uh, my hero academia is better, and I'm just going to leave it at that. I, I haven't seen that one either. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no let it go. go. I'm sure. Am I'm I sure that's a burn. Am I lying or, or am I not? Who knows? No, you're, you're telling the truth. Uh. <laughs> oh, if only Sarge could defend himself. I, I right hate. Now. I hate saying it because uh, I watched it with a friend from my stream, and it's. I, I really liked it. It's good. It does a lot of interesting things, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. My hero academia, man. I, I, it's it's better than Western comic books, and that, that was enough. That was enough to put it on my radar. That is man. true. It's a low bar. But it was. But it's like, I, I, I every time I want to get into comics, I look at them and I, I just, I just fucking groan. Well, like, I, I read them when I was a kid. 
Yeah. Wait, when's now the last that I'm older, time? I just I can't I can't be fucked. Uh, and just, then my hero just comes out and I'm like, so. When's the last time? <laughs> like a Western comic book has had their superhero use their powers like in a clever way. Like fucking never. I'm, well, Probably I'm just never. gonna throw Endeavor under the bus here. He's Endeavor. He's kind of a shitbag in the My Hero Academia universe, but he's really powerful. But he runs up the side of the building by melting footholds in the building with his fire powers. And, it sounds and like the, some JoJo shit Marvel there. If Marvel or DC, <laughs> he would have just ran up it and they would have they wouldn't have fucked around. Well, he would have used his flame on powers to fire fire himself um, through yeah, the sky. Yeah. But he could do that too. But the, my point being is like they cleverly use the powers and keep yeah. them grounded in it makes reality. Sense. Yeah. yeah, somewhat reality. I mean, everybody takes you know a truck to the gut every you know for every pun. You know, don't yeah. get me wrong. They are. I'll admit to human. it. I'll admit to it. I do that too. I say realistic when I mean grounded, mm-hmm. so don't feel too bad. So, yeah. so my my uh, talking about isekais because you're talking about isekais. Oh, I think, easy. I think uh, my my favorite isekai is actually um, a Western slice of life called The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. It's pretty good. There you go. Uh, yeah, not not the new one, the old one. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I haven't seen the new there one. There is no new one. There isn't a new one. Don't don't trust there's it. There's so, no bo- <laughs> there's no new Fresh Prince of Bossing set. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think they like mm-hmm. I, I don't even need to see it to know that they can't do better. The redo of a healer is a close second. So trio, um oh, before we move on from anime, uh uh-huh. do you have any like thing you want to bring up about anime? Like we talked a lot about Gundam, but like what are your favorites? I know you're kinda like me where you don't really watch like the newest shit all the time. Right? Yeah. But what are uh, your favorites? What what are your classics? Go to fucking hits. Classic go-tos, uh, <laughs> Cowboy Bebop, Evangelion. Um, uh, a newer one, uh, I'm a huge fan of uh, Golden Kamui. Oh, yeah, that one's a good one. I still need to watch the it. The food porn in that is oh, out of this world. It's so good. There's there's so much for everybody, and it recently just ended. Uh, and the manga at least ended. And I don't think that there is another anime that I've enjoyed or manga that I've enjoyed anywhere near as close. There's just so much, there's so much for everybody. There's the survivalist aspect. There's tons of uh, like historical uh, bits in it. Uh, It's like uh, it's set in Japan right after the Russo Japanese war, Mm -hmm. which is a war not really taught at least here in America. Uh, most wars aren't. To be most honest. wars aren't. I don't, I don't <laughs> think it's talked about much in general, is it? No, no. I mean, yeah. I don't I, live in Japan. I couldn't tell you if it's talked about over there. But even like when I first picked up the manga, I was like, Japan went to war with Russia. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. yeah, like the I, most I know is like they they fucked around with Korea and China and then those other areas. That's yeah, like most I ever knew about. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this is like this is like before World War One. I, I yeah. think it's set. So yeah, it's like I didn't even fucking know that that was happening. But there were wars before World War One. Yeah, right. I thought that was the war to end all wars. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's there's just a ton of stuff. There's a ton of of food porn. There's mm. a ton of very very well drawn gun stuff. Uh, like one of the main things right at the beginning, one of my favorite fights. Uh, main character gets in a fight with somebody, and uh, while they're fighting he uh the enemy pulls the bolt out of his gun and oh yeah the, they did so much good that yeah. sounds so good man it's and also you know what how it's many not characters... appreciated enough when guns are done right in fucking anything but no, the animation yeah. level on mm-hmm. you're well, saying it, rick go ahead 
Oh, I was going to say, he has his own, like, catchphrase, too, that's, I'm the immortal Sugimoto. <laughs> like, yeah. It, like, you can't stop me. Like, that is, like, it, he's just a hair superhuman, mm-hmm. and it's just, but it's so good. It's it's so fucking like, good. Like, it gets you excited every time you, like, you hear the catchphrase. Well, yes. well yeah, because, yeah. like, how many else, how many other people could say, I'm the immortal Dylan? It just doesn't, like, I don't <laughs> Only know. Only Dylan can say that. Yeah. Right. I'm the just five the best rappers of all time. Them. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, yeah, sometimes. They, they, <laughs> anybody who can legitimately yell, I'm the immortal fill in the blank, is just a badass out of the gate. Like, it's, it, yeah. it reminds me of like the suave that fucking main character man from G Gundam had in the dub. Because yes. Yeah. It was cheesy, but I loved it. <laughs> right. Well, it's that same kind of like, it's somewhere between arrogance and just knowing he's better. Yeah. Yeah, he's just—he's like, yeah, dude, I fucking fought the Russians. Like, I, yeah, I, I went through hell. Like, these I guys, charged it'll through be open fine. ground, made it into the trenches, and then killed everybody I met when I made it into the trenches. Yeah, and let's tell about it. He, he defined <laughs> he defines the the line between arrogance and confidence. Basically, yeah, yeah, and it, yeah, it's it's such a good such a good series. Mm-hmm. Highly, highly, highly recommend it. Um, other than that, yeah, like. Gundam, uh, <laughs> huge huge fan of Gundam, as we already know. Uh-huh. Um, Been over that. What else? <laughs> yeah. Trying to think. Uh, I mean, yeah, I like Gurren Lagann a lot. I mean, uh, just the Gurren classics. Lagan. Yeah, it's got a lot of classics. Did you have a? Uh, did you have cable when you were young? Uh, I did. Yes. So did you have like the tsunami shit? Like, yeah, yeah. Do you remember uh, Samurai Troopers? I, I think on the dub they they renamed it. It was, it was Ronin Warriors. Actually, Ronin Warriors. Oh, yeah, I remember that shit that was one. awesome. I remember the one that. One thing I really would, wish they did for Ronin Warriors was actually make the evil Ronin credible threats. Yeah, <laughs> it was basically anime Power Rangers. Like they yeah. had color coded themes based on elements. Oh, okay. Main character man was the red armor fire guy with two fucking katanas. Right. Everyone else had a different kind of melee weapon. It was fucking cheesy. It was basically Power Rangers, but anime. But like, mm-hmm. but, uh, it was but fucking they were awesome. Fighting though. over like destroyed cities and shit. I forget. The, yeah. I actually don't know the story at all. I just remember that every time they fought, the place was already destroyed when they showed mm-hmm. up for some reason. Convenient. Like, <laughs> no, now we could just destroy these destroyed buildings, I guess. But mm-hmm. no, that was a good one. Trigun is one that I go back to once. Trigun's pretty good. Uh, I've seen some of Trigun. I haven't finished it. I need to go back for ep- it. I think it's episode I four, should go back for the it, first time Vash shoots his gun and they make a big deal out of it like it's like a five minute scene of, i think that's where i stopped that is well that's like the peak of the show in my opinion honestly the rest of the show is great but that's like the series like they really weigh on just how heavily he takes shooting i was a big fan of big o big o, big o. back in the day yep. okay big o, big o probably mech. probably responsible for getting me uh, into mecca for, yeah. Same, absolutely the same. Like that show is ten out of ten. Like, and it's maybe. got the perfect like <laughs> mind fuckery too. It's so weird, and the dub is so well done because obviously I watched it in English because I was on, it was on fucking well, cable television. Well, I think Steve Bloom right? uh, does uh, main character man. Doesn't he? He does, and he's a pretty safe pick because he does a pretty good job, right? Yeah, but it was yeah, a lot a different. Consistent, decent voice yeah. actor over over the years. It was different from his Cowboy Bebop performance. Like it was definitely like the same actor playing two different characters, right? Like you would see on a yeah. movie, right? Yeah. But like the atmosphere, the music, and just the way the robots looked in the fights was like, it was like mesmerizing. I was like, what am yeah. I watching? And then when it gets weird, fair, it's so freaking crazy. 
to be fair on that front though, Dylan, hmm. about him like being basically the same voice, whatever. That's all directors ever wanted back then. I know, same voice. That is true. If you had a voice that was popular in something else, you're using that voice here, even if it makes zero sense. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's one of the reasons here, why it was okay. sucked oh, back yeah. then. Yeah. But well, also not always. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I like to point out, too, is there's like this peak era for anime, like the hand-drawn anime, you yeah. know, where you have like, it's like that late 90s to early 2000s, where you got like, no CGI Captain at all, Bebop, right? Trigun, Big mm-hmm. O, the Gundams that were coming out then, where it was very, like, I don't know, like, everything felt a little bit more real than it does with CGI. CGI feels a little too clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, no if you, I mean, I, I don't even say clean. It looks clunky. Well, mm-hmm. well like, and nowadays it's not so bad. Do but... with uh, CGI, mm-hmm. like, you would, like, putting on wear and tear in a realistic fashion is really hard with CGI. Yeah, because you got to yeah. change your model every single fucking time. Yeah, like, that was yeah. one of the weird things about Gundam Origin. Like, all the mechs were in 3D, right? But, like, there was yes. no wear and tear. It's like, ah, oh, Charizaku 2 is, like, perfect and pristine paint job every yeah. time. Oh, yes, after that salvo, he's entirely untouched. It's yeah, still it, super it, good, but... Yeah. I, I'm sorry that I have to get back on a Gundam tangent, but... Go for it. That's, that's what upsets me so much about the origin and recently they announced that they're doing another origin movie with mm-hmm. uh the famed uh Kukuru's Doan uh island oh yeah the island hand to hand zaku uh and the cg in the trailer that they showed for that looks like fucking garbage it just <laughs> looks <laughs> it hey looks it looks horrible. really nice and clean but yeah. also yes it looks like a lot it looks like the CG that you see on the back of like a video card box. Yeah. Oh, the the six movies they made for, or was it seven uh, for the origin series? Right. Like yeah. they were mostly carried by their plot. The plot was very good. Yes. Right. Yeah. I and could forgive the CG mech fights because it's like they were an afterthought. It's like the yeah. plot was so much more important. Right. And it just disappoints me because then you look at the newest movie that they released not too long ago, Hathaway's flash. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which, the mechs in there are CG as well, but it looks fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot and of it too. Is it that does lighting. have it does have the wear and tear. It has the great fucking lighting. It looks awesome. And then you look at Origin, and it just looks like like a, a cartoon, like an un, like an unreal stock asset, like <laughs> with with lighting on it that is completely wrong for the situation. It's like the Gundam at night is still like perfectly lit in every aspect it's it just looks it tells our brain that it doesn't look right right yeah it, it, it i'm ruined on cgi for probably mm. forever after you should still watch the, the origin though i just want to point out also for first time listeners of the show like we talk a lot about voice acting right in american voice acting i want yeah. to point out i am fully aware most anime dubs are really bad right i i i'm Over, not delusioned about it ones. yeah they're, yeah, they're pretty bad I will fight with most of the uh, uh, the priests of sub uh-huh. because they're well. Fundamentally, they're quoting old scripture, saying that all subs are superior. Yeah, subs are probably a little bit more superior in content because the Japanese get the Japanese jokes, obviously. But right. you don't, you fucking weave. But like, if you You're have just, a really uh, good voice right. director for your <laughs> property, which usually is a product of. You have a lot of money to spend, like on the origin movies, right? Mm. Uh, you usually get a voice a-, a director that gives a shit and will actually like retake some of the dub lines, and then they actually have a good dub. Like the origin dub, I thought was very good. 
right? Yeah. It's oh, absolutely yeah. worth watching in English if you prefer that or if you're interested, right? Maybe it, it's not quite Cowboy Bebop because that's I, I think that's kind of a perfect dub. Like, that's 10 out of 10 to me, right? Like, that's what that's well, the standard I think other dubs should be compared to. Well, they yeah. also... See, I, I think that there's something that needs to be said about that, too. Think about this. Cowboy Bebop's dub uh-huh. is to the uh, the own creator of the, the continuity, right? Mm-hmm. Is the only way to experience it. Yeah, he doesn't but, even acknowledge the sub anymore. Yeah, that also uh, that is a good argument against people that say like, like you don't under like you you you're not Japanese. You don't understand Japanese, so you're not going to be able to appreciate mm-hmm. someone's performance. And that's completely fucking wrong. Because look at the dub for Cowboy Bebop, and then the <laughs> sub for it, and the yep. Japanese sub. It fucking sucks. The performance isn't good. Like it, everybody's flat, and that's why the dub is so much better. And spurring right. on that, back to Rick's point, what he said about like uh, uh, Japanese cultural references that, that weebs won't understand. I completely agree with that. Most of the time, you're not gonna fucking understand it. But mm. also, I really enjoy learning about that. Yes. Um, well, like Kanasuba is a good example of a recent, more recent one where they. The jokes that they use in the Japanese are like cross cultural enough, yeah. and they're funny in their own right because you can tell like comedic timing. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the other hand, like ones that don't think that they're going to translate well, just for the viewers and listeners, I'm leaving out d- ghost stories. That's an exception, <laughs> but uh, FLCL. The old FLCL is yes. a good example. They rewrote entire jokes because they're like, that's not going to translate in for the Americans, so we're going to make a Crystal Pepsi then, yeah. joke instead of whatever was the original Japanese joke. Yeah. I don't actually know. But my point there is like good directors, good, you know, every, people that know what they're doing and have the money and time and all that are going to make do and make it better. Yeah, but that's, see, but like I said, like that's that's the problem that I have with dubs is that it's implying that I'm too dumb to learn about a new culture. Like that's it's, fair. Like, like the Pokemon very, fucking jelly donuts. Yeah, like exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's yeah. rice? Like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> like, no, I, so that's there. There is like that fine line, though. You're right because, like, you know, I'm not going to necessarily get the uh, you know the TV tones for Japan. Yeah. Like, and they're not going to be able to line up the mouth movements probably in a way too succinctly explain it to me so it's just kind of terrible if they leave it no matter how the dub tries or they can make fun of it like ghost stories but Mm -hmm. no i I gotta i gotta shout out pokemon you know as as a young father (laughs) with two small children i've been putting them through the classic pokemon that's fucking hilarious (laughs) oh yeah like that episode when they're getting like they're getting spooked by a fucking haunter and then misty pulls out the fucking cross and is like (laughs) like an exorcism (laughs) like there's no jesus in pokemon what's happening like it's hilarious when team rocket talks about moses parting the red sea and they need to be like him and it's like jesse jane what the fuck are you talking about well, yeah. Just wait till you get to the movie. I hate that, but now we look at that and think that's fucking hilarious. Like uh, that's one a piece huge is, part uh, four kids opening. Mm-hmm. I look back to that fondly, even though it's cringy as all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and that's something too. Is a lot of times censors were decreeing the dub, like uh, you give yeah, a good example too. of that. Yeah. Um, with uh, like the shadow the realm. Go- yeah, the shadow realm, the goons going to uh, abduct and or murder Kaiba. 
uh, uh, fucking finger funny. guns. A lot <laughs> yeah. of people editing out the gun. No, shuttle roam was just an analogy for fucking killing them. <laughs> they were sending them to hell functionally. <laughs> yeah. So what if I took everything out of you that makes you you, and just yeah. left the shell? That, that is, works the death, and, and, it, and it's not like it's being locked away somewhere they can go find it later. No, no, it's just gone. Well, that's yeah. why they make that like shadow animation bitch on the, the screen. Recycling bin. Yeah. So this, you know, this twelve-year-old's just going around here and murdering people, basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and, yeah, and like if if you look at the Yu-Gi-Oh manga, it's like, like the card game of it isn't even like a big thing until later. Like the beginning is like Yugi being like, "I want to play a game. I have a gun with one bullet in it. Let's see who fucking wins." Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's like a horror manga, right? Like, yeah, yeah, basically about yeah. a kid who is possessed. <laughs> With a, with a gambler spirit. That, yeah. uh, he's just insane. Yeah. yeah, and that's actually something, too, because about that same time, you know, like, our show, like, the American shows were getting hit pretty hard, too. Like, um, if you look at the 90s Spider-Man, not a single punch is thrown in that entire series. Really? They do a lot of, like, laser blasts and yeah. uh, hugging. Lots of grown men hugging each other. Yeah, you know that you mention it, Lots of just web in the eyes. That. Yeah, things like that. Yeah, or like tying them up or other shit. Yeah, yeah. They, but like no physical do, contact, huh? Or what? They do a good no job. No direct impact. Yeah. Like they couldn't have real guns. That's why everybody has laser guns. Um, even though, you know, 90s New York is not known for their laser guns. <laughs> but beside the point, like they did a good job. I mean, of I feel like a laser might be a little worse than getting hit with a bullet too, honestly. But sure, we'll, we'll ignore it, that. You know. Mm-hmm. But they did a good job of telling stories, even though they had, like, these sensor limitations. They can keep the 90s lingo. They can call the laser gun a heater. It's like, I'm warming you up. <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> well, it's like, that's not what heater means. people that were allowed to be shot. <laughs> I'm lighting were, you up. Um, I'm being lit up. bulletproof. Like, uh, you know, if you think about, like, the 90s Superman with Tim Daly. Oh, man. Is that the, car- the, the 90s Superman, like, cartoon? Or, wait. Yeah, no, like yeah, 90 yeah. Superman cartoon. Yeah. He could take bullets or lasers because he was Superman and yeah. they would bounce off of him. And he wouldn't shoot back. He's fucking Superman. <laughs> yeah, and if he does shoot back, it's heat vision to the gun or whatever. You know, he's that. that's like half of why Superman is so good is because sensors made him be so good. Yeah. <laughs> they made him ridiculously yeah. overpowered. And the interesting part of Superman's story arcs is how he restrains himself from not being a, like a monster. Right, because he, he could just wipe I, those I motherfuckers hate, out. <laughs> I hate uh, what they've done to Superman. Jitsi is killing us. Is it one oh, at yeah. a time? Huh? I, I I hated what they oh. did to Superman because after actually looking at what he was originally, I was like, oh, that's actually pretty interesting storytelling. Like, still kind of cliche, whatever. It's it still wasn't the greatest, but way better than what it is now. And I'm like, holy shit. They fucking ruined this superhero. They drove him into the ground, and then yeah. he hit the fucking core of the earth by now. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't worry. If he can stop that, he can. Like, uh, and that was before, before comics nosedive mm-hmm. too, in my opinion. But like, well, and, yeah, Western comics have nosedive. Like we've mentioned it several times on the show, but yeah. Like, mm-hmm. My hero, Acad- oh no, it wasn't my hero. I mean, I assume they're doing better. It was uh, Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer, yeah. just in and of itself, has outdone all of Western comics combined. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the yeah. Outside. Go, yeah. go to any go to any bookstore. Go to like Barnes and Noble, and the Western comic se- section is like one little tiny rack, like in the corner. rack. 
while the manga section is like in, in like four different aisles of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. O- over the past like five or so years, you could go into the local Indigo here, our, our bookshop we have here, and you would go in and you would see like there would be the comic book. It wouldn't be like the front and center, but it would be visible in the back. Now that is entirely gone, and it's the fucking manga section. Yeah, you have to go looking for the comic books if you want them now. Wow, yeah, I, and I, I, don't, I think I've seen comics in my last Barnes and Nobles, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah I haven't been they're, there in a while. They may not now. even be there anymore. You got to go to a dedicated we have, we comic, shop. comic book shop. Mm-hmm. But even that, it's like in a corner of like downtown. You know, with like that's the secret, though. I live in call. Canada, so it's not so bad here. Murder is like our worst crime, <sighs> you know. So <laughs> whatever. Um, I don't know how it is there, but I know in America, all the comic book shops they actually double as like uh, games card workshop shops. vendors and yeah. card shops with tournaments. Yeah, and and the ones that I, that's are... what I was about to say. Is it's a, basically for MTG and fucking yeah. tabletop games. That's, that's yeah. like and a lot of the of ones that um, are just comic book shops now. They're only surviving because they're in like rent controlled areas. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Like, yeah, and and. Uh, I'm a. I was a big fan of comics. Uh, I I loved a lot of comics, and I think, I think the main reason why the industry has sucked so bad is the way that they structure things. It's a very predatory business approach where it's like, uh, like think of uh, um, one of my favorite arcs is uh, um, this arc with with the character Nova. And they're in space and it's, it's a big, it's a special event. They have these things called special events. Yeah. And in order, it, it's just one story from start to finish. But in order to get the story in its fullest, you have to read Nova number one and then Silver Surfer number 47 and then Black Widow number 85. And like, it's just such a stupid uh-huh. fucking order where yep. there are literally websites that are that are coded to tell you the order the release order and what order you're supposed to read things in because you're supposed to buy them when they're new right exactly you might remember uh we we used to read a comic and a web comic yeah yeah Yeah, it was a web comic that was like it was dirty but it wasn't a porn comic right yeah it was it was funny but like they branched out and started making like I think they, by the time I stopped, there was like five new series yeah. that branched off of one. They kept introducing interesting side characters and they kept getting their own spinoffs. Yeah, yeah. but then yeah. you started needing to read all of them to get the full fucking story. Mm-hmm. And but it was only every once in a while that you needed to do it. And it was it, it got so bad that I was just like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah. stop reading all Marvel actually screwed the pooch with this uh, in the MCU with uh, Agents of Shield and uh, yeah. oh, the yeah, second yeah. Captain America movie where if you watch Agents of Shield you spoiled the Captain America movie if you watch the Captain America movie you spoiled Agents of Shield yeah um, and it's like the the watch order isn't like uh like it's not clear because it, what we're talking about is in the second Captain America movie Nick Fury fakes his death and comes back at the end right mm-hmm. like that was kind of how they resolved that issue right and Agents of Shield you know uh, Nick Fury's there. Uh, he's a, a character. I don't think he's ever shown on camera because it's a fucking shit. He's show. expensive as shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, everyone gets the the notice that, hey, Director Fury's dead. And, oh, hey, uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. is Hydra. And they've been hiding in plain sight in a big, big way. And it's like, that kind of spoils the, the movie Swiss for Captain America. Oh, Hydra's been in S.H.I.E.L.D. the whole time where there's really very, very few people who aren't Hydra within S.H.I.E.L.D. And so they, but, yeah. And so it's like one spoils yeah. the other. It's not clear which one you're supposed to see first. Oh, right. Because if you watch the movie, you know that all this 
Director Fury being dead nonsense is just for show. Yeah. I mean, uh, now, dear viewer in 2030 binge-watching our show will clearly point out that, oh, the right answer was to not watch either because Marvel's dumb uh, and the MCU is dead. Uh, But at the time, (laughs) MCU was very popular, and most people who gave any shit about any of this had been caught up to all the movies they had made so far because there wasn't that many of them. Well, think about it, too. In 2032, (laughs) when people are going back, they're going to watch Iron Man 1 through 16 and be confused with all the jumping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. There will be websites to tell you the watch. <laughs> yeah, that's from uh, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm so happy yeah, the, that they the, killed Thanos the, in that Endgame movie because I was like, ah, I'm done. I don't have to watch anymore. And yeah, I didn't. And then it's they were like, but now there's five more movies right. coming. Yeah. Yeah. But Trio's point's right. Is like that was five movies ago. MCU, we do the like we do the skipping around shit, yeah, and that's not something you put up with with anime. No, yeah, no, it's, it's or just manga or any of that shit. It's just one fucking thing. Every now and then, there's like a side story or a spinoff, but it is completely optional. You don't need to read it or actually. Watch it. Uh, mm-hmm. We were just talking about this the other night too. Me and I think it was GTA and Jordan. Actually, funny enough, around the time that the Neptunia bullshit happened. But uh, we were talking about uh, a certain magical index. It's an anime that uh, kind of actually did like that weird split off shit that is entire is like required viewing. Yeah. Where um, I think the spinoff ended up being better, but like the point of it all was that that was what killed it for me. I just didn't give a shit anymore. It's like, oh, I've been watching this series, but there was a prequel I was supposed to have watched. Oh <laughs> fuck. Uh, and then they're like, oh, and then there's a spinoff you're supposed to watch, too. And I'm like, well, what the fuck's the order? They have random names. How the fuck am I supposed to figure this out? Right, and it's the exception. It's also why I don't watch Fate. I just can't be fucked. I'm like, no, that's not What's the order to watch? A website will tell you. Yeah, well, no. Even then, even then. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, no. Fate doesn't have a watch order. You will, everything makes no sense until it makes sense, and then it doesn't make sense. You know what does have a watch order? Naruto. Um, it's not necessarily a watch order; it's a skip order, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You skip all of it because yeah. their filler <laughs> is bad. It's not or, like it's not like Dragon Ball even Z. A, like even just like half of it is like straight up filler, not even in the manga. Like take Dragon Ball Z for example. Yeah, they stretched some shit out. Like took fucking like thirty episodes to beat Frieza in five minutes. But like the filler <laughs> arcs were watchable. Like I loved the shit out of Garlic Junior. That arc was cool. Right. Yeah. Well, or like Gohan going to high school and hiding his identity was or, actually or, really uh, funny. And Goku getting his driver's license. And yeah, yeah, I was just about <laughs> to say, yeah, Piccolo getting his driver's license beats the hell out of SpongeBob getting his. Uh, oh yeah, that was fun and funny. Whereas Naruto is like, ah, oh, let's drag out all this shit and have a bunch of recap episodes and a bunch of bullshit and entire yeah. seasons of filler. And it's like, why? Oh, and then we'll just defeat the bad guys by use of a camera. Multiple back-to-back back seasons of filler. With, uh, it was a race or whatever. Like, they were doing a race or whatever, and they beat the antagonist by using a camera. Because they mm-hmm. they needed to remind us that, oh, yeah, we're in modern times, by the way, guys. Yeah. But we don't use guns mm-hmm. or anything because ninja. I want to point out yeah. that in the chat, Sarge has a good point. Kingdom Hearts oh, is no. the same way. Yeah, and Kingdom yeah. Hearts fucking blows. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah. I love Final Fantasy. I have so much nostalgia for Final Fantasy. I wanted yeah, to like Kingdom same. Hearts because I, I watched the Disney movies when I was young. The worst part. Couldn't do it. Uh, the worst part about <laughs> Kingdom Hearts is that its plot, the entire, like, if you if you had the time and the brain power to go through all of it, there is something there that's probably worth your time. Yeah. But even I, someone who's played a couple of the games, can't be fucked to do it. Look, I think, I think I get... the worst part for me in Kingdom Hearts is uh, Mickey Mouse being in a fucking leather jacket. Yeah, they they go I a think, little too far, honestly. I think 
I don't there, want to, there's, there's some characters want, you can't make badass. I don't want Mickey Mouse lecturing Sephiroth about his <laughs> bad deeds. That's just that's just too uh, much for me. Like I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm just not. They really could have tried shit, better. But it's it's look, real dumb. All I know is they bring you up to the plate with Yuffie and then drop the ball. Okay. Poor yeah. Sora gets blue balled with Yuffie. Damn. Uh-huh. And she, her her shorts aren't even unbuttoned. She's too young for that. Come on. Yeah. No. I've heard the Keyblade can open all sorts of locks. <laughs> <laughs> Not chastity belts, apparently. Uh, but that's okay. Poor Sora. I'm sure that he'll get his girl someday. I know. How, why did they tease him with Yuffie, though? Man. You know, because Yuffie's always been a tease, right? It's well, a personal I mean, attack true. on me. That's what it Yuffie is. Yuffie doesn't get an ending, really, <laughs> in, in 7, so... Because she's fucking literally... optional, and you might skip her, and so her, she can't her, be yeah, important. Yeah, exactly. Her, her ending is literally, we gave her the materia. But at that point, she didn't fucking need it. What the fuck do you mean you gave her the... Oh, motherfuckers. Yeah, 7 was a great game, but there's it was definitely not complete. That's why I hope Remake, even though I know it's going off the fucking rails, I hope it is at it? least... Yes. Apparently. I don't know. Yeah, I by a it. large margin, apparently. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, hoping yeah. by the end of it, they at least... Everything. Yeah, remake um, is. Oh, right. Uh, I know about that. Yes, yeah, sorry. I they, had, they, have the, they have the time jannies. Yeah. <laughs> the time jannies. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the time I'm, jannies. Are they Reddit mods? I'm, I'm hoping. <laughs> yes, by the, they are. Yes, pretty much. I'm hoping by the end of it, though, they they give everyone proper, I guess, story. Because that was, Seven, as great as it was, was clearly not all there. Well, don't worry. Cloud 2 can't seal the deal. So I'm it's fine. I'm, I, was, I was okay with. with everybody's ending in seven i feel like yeah like, there are some things that that don't necessarily need well true uh, you have to understand victim did not play it when he was young like we did uh he, yeah, he played it recently on stream yeah. I, I play it like like six and, yeah. you know yeah. we've got other cool characters like um you know vincent who got their own spin-off game yeah, I played that. You know, I, I will also admit that I haven't played any of the other games. Right. Don't worry. I mean, it's the best that you don't. Honestly, yeah. yeah. yeah no, the I've most important that, yeah. thing you need to know about Vincent's uh, spinoff game is it cuts into his brooding time. Yeah, and oh, okay. the guy that they got to do the music is in the fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! That's right. Gacked. Jordan, Jordan it's... sent me that oh. cutscene the other night. That <laughs> cutscene is at least pretty cool. It, 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 I'll give it that. The cutscene was pretty fucking. Yeah. Cool. To their credit, though. When they made Final Fantasy VII Remake, the second one, like the the PS5 upgrade that had a bunch of extra shit in it, uh, the mm-hmm. final boss of well, the the second to final boss of that game, the the villain, not the big final boss monster, but the villain that orchestrated events, is a boss in Final Fantasy VII Retrograde, which is kind of cool. Yeah, because they like acknowledge oh, that Urge oh, Serpent okay. has happened. Like that character didn't mm-hmm. come out of nowhere. Yeah. Because it, but, it, it, the storyline in that game was like revisionist history. It's like, oh, there's this group that existed during the original game that you didn't see. And they did an XYZ thing, and now you're going to deal with it. And it's like, really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, that's, that's, that's the problem that I have with all of the, what's called the Final Fantasy VII compilation. Uh-huh. Is yeah. it's just It just goes to great lengths explaining shit that just didn't need to be explained. Like it's the name like, of the weapon that attacked Junin and got its head blown off. His name was Sapphire yeah, Weapon, I guess. Exactly. Like, it just, it doesn't, it, like, Final Fantasy VII ended the way it did. And I'm completely fine with that. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's story is wrapped up to me, and I don't need to know more. Like it, right. I mean, yeah. it, like the little kid in me is like, oh fuck yeah! Like I want, 
to see Cloud with 37 different giant swords that come together. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, yeah. it's not needed. It's it's like it's like just eating too much and then getting way too full and feeling like shit after. You know, yeah. like, you, when you just... mentioning it like that, it does remind me of the fact that they, there is so there is something to be said about going too far. Exactly. So, yeah. so yeah. even if I, I maybe like a character or two here and there, I might want to see a bit more on. I'm not going to get a bit more. I'm going to get a fucking mile more. Yeah, that's that's what you as as a as a, a storyteller. That's what you want. You want yeah. people to be like, oh man, like I wonder what happened to them after this. You know, like it's bad when it's like, uh-huh. oh, that character just disappeared. But yeah, <laughs> like it's but they it's, have this secret backstory that's like pages long, and it's like I don't need to know who the fuck exactly. is Cisne. I don't know. Alternate reality, or uh, he fell <laughs> yeah. into a uh, or it's like fell a, to a spinoff game, or it's you like a. Buy it. Like look at look at Star Wars and look at Please the no. Force. Look at the Force. <laughs> I don't want to look it's at like, Star Wars. It's like, oh my god. It's it's space magic. I don't gotta explain shit. There you go. That's the end. It's yeah, awesome. that's cool. Yeah. But then they're like, oh, magic. no. Actually it's fucking space aids and you can get like a blood test to find out if uh-huh. you have magic aids it's stupid it's it's yeah yeah fucking retarded and I, it's just it, because it's one of those they went too. too far right like we, we we that that concept has existed i think for a very long time the idea of like soft and hard magic like uh like a good example of soft magic would be like lord of the rings or mm. star wars right and it's called the soft magic system for a reason it's not to be explained and you're not supposed to explain yeah. it and if you explain yeah. it you fucking ruin it yeah it's cool you're like, it's, like it's, it's a plot device that's the idea right? star wars magic. is a guilty pleasure but i have you know the maturity to acknowledge that the emphasis on the word guilty right yeah <laughs> yeah no yeah yeah it, it's fantasy schlock is completely fine but it's when you really start to try to explain it that it just gets it just gets boring uh-huh. like you explain it so much that it 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 loses yeah. any of the magic to it uh-huh. especially also, when that wasn't what the fans wanted Right, they were perfectly yeah. fine with it just being the force. In I, the I think what the fans it. wanted was, uh, oh, back to seven remake, right? If if you don't mind, I think what the fans wanted was not time janitors. What they wanted was close to what we got with Final Fantasy VIII because we got the remaster, right? Yeah, yeah, I Where guess that's fair. They updated the textures; it doesn't look like like you can see what their faces fucking look like. So that the, I mean, yeah. you can play seven in four K now. I guess. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but like that's pe- people say. Uh, uh, I see a lot of uh, people criticize the thought of just a one-to-one remake because they're like, "Oh, you nobody wants the same thing over again." And it's like, "Shut the fuck up!" Yes, I do. <laughs> I was I was there. Yeah. I was there the first time out of three hundred that Final Fantasy VII remake was announced, and every single time, everyone was excited to have just Final Fantasy VII, but in HD. Uh-huh. That's what everybody wanted that's all we fucking wanted we did not need time jannies we did not need a completely See, new story I, I got a side a tangent for you though it, it, time. I, real quick hold on, on that, wait though. wait wait i have a time sensitive side tangent so okay, okay. uh in the chat rick is responding to some of the people listening uh i happen to have a physical set of triple triad cards that I will show oh, yes, on yes. camera because i yeah. am a huge fan of final fantasy 8 so I got like a fucking fully like oh that's, oh, so that's good. great dude and they're blue on the other side right because literally the best part that's how of you me. play right I'll, I'll fight anyone on that triple try is so fucking come good. visit me 
Yeah. I'll pick you yeah. up from SeaTac right. Airport. Come over. There you go. <laughs> we'll play triple triad. <laughs> triple triad, Ice Loops. It's, uh, so, triple you know, triad. Gwent, how everybody sucks Gwent's dick the, from, uh... The Witcher? Yeah, thank you. I will say yeah, Gwent this... is pretty okay, though. It, it, it's, it was fun to play the first couple of times. Definitely not worth it as a minigame in three, but on a standalone, it's pretty good. But Triple Triad, I would play that endlessly. I would not play Gwent endlessly. <laughs> oh, I mean, whenever I played 14, that was like 90% of my fucking time in 14. Yeah. I, I wish though, there like, was a... Um, 14, but whatever. I wish Square Enix would make a proper mobile app for Triple Triad. The one that they have is bullshit. Right. The second is the same yeah. thing for fucking the Chow Garden. Like, the best fucking part of Sonic Adventure 2, and they just won't make a fucking mobile version. Now, there is a, there is a unbranded Play Store game. I forget the name. It's Triple Triad. Yeah, with yeah, all yeah. the art assets, but they don't call it that because they don't want to get taken down by Square Enix. But um, it doesn't have energy or any of that mobile game bullshit. You can just fucking play. And it's really good. Um, I kind of want to redownload it, find it again and redownload it. It's in my hit, my, my Play Store history. I'll probably pull it up. Uh, but I do have, like, the official version because they, they remade Triple Triad in Final Fantasy fourteen to put yep. a card game in their MMO, and they picked a good fucking card game to put in their MMO, I'll tell you what, because just, it wasn't broken. how it works. <laughs> I, I won't dive into it, but they, they, yeah. they fucked up the rarity system. They, they did fuck it up a little bit, because cards can be upgraded, it, and there's cards from all it, the it's, games. It's not it's right. It's still fun. It's just not as good. It's the same game, but... cards from all games. Yeah. Like, all the games. That's fine. But upgrading triple triad cards is just dumb. No. Mm. It should be, like... Card games are supposed to be fucking balanced. Right. That's the yeah exactly. It's unfortunate. I mean, it eventually gets that way, but you have to work to it, and that, that's the issue. Yeah. But yeah, so I absolutely like... have a physical set of triple triad cards, and we should absolutely play it sometime. It's fun as fuck. Absolutely. But yeah. Back to remake for a second though. Okay. Uh, I, I wanted to say <laughs> all they really needed to do, if they really wanted to add shit to it, you know, and they're like, oh, we need to add something, or we won't get anyone. There was an easy answer to this that wasn't rewriting fucking entire pieces of the game. Yeah. Just add in cut content that people have been digging through and finding out that yeah. existed for like yeah. however long the game's been out. Huh? Like the the doll in the well that you don't get to make it a fucking optional boss or something. Like the the easy low hanging fruit shit that they could have picked on that fans would have probably been really happy yeah. about. Give yeah. us a one to one remake, add all of the cut content, add more bosses, more stuff that makes sense. That it doesn't step on the toes, right? Like, yeah, not like time generators. Like boss rush mode that they could have fucking added. After yeah. you beat the game, you could do a boss rush. Uh, they could have made the boxing game not literally broken. They could have would... done. They could have done so much. Like the, yeah. it, it's like like uh, Xenogears, a game that's a bit more fresh in my mind. If they were to remake that, uh, the only thing they need to do to the game is just fix all the shit that was broken. Because if, for as great a game as it was. There was a lot of shit that a just didn't shit. work. Yeah. Like defense buffs didn't do anything. Every single one of them in the game was broken. There's a ton of them. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, yeah, there's plenty of shit that these games need if they were to be remade. Yeah. But that isn't story revisions or, added, mm. or, or additions. And also don't put it in 50 separate games all at $60 each. Yeah. yeah give us that's... one game. Like I will yeah. defend crisis core a little bit because i had a psp it was my portable console of choice right it played really great on the psp if you're going to emulate it on your computer maybe don't play it yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be good uh, it was really good on the psp feels really good on the psp and the story was fun and the cutscenes were cool and it didn't fuck anything up right it was just you know 
it was a game that starred Zach that went over the unabridged history of what actually happened, right? Which yeah, and Gact got his own character, and he was in the game. Come back when you're main character, Zach. Oh, you are. I know. <laughs> yep. I, I I I don't know. Something about that's just fucking hilarious to me. I I know. It's a little he's, strange. He's not a bad musician either. It's just really weird that he's the main fucking yeah. villain. When I was in high school, when I was cringe, I listened to him a lot. I don't listen to him anymore, and I'm no longer cringe. Take that with yeah. you. Yeah, I mean, it's been a while since I've listened to him too. But yeah. Oh, who are we listening to? Sorry? Uh, Gact and his band, Malice Miser. Oh, I <laughs> don't know what that is, so. He's it's o- fine. It's okay. You're not cringe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 nerds. it's that simple. <laughs> Yeah. In, in high school, I was cringe, and I listened to Gact and Malice Miser because I was a Final Fantasy VII fan, and he was in the fucking spinoffs. Oh, I see. It, w- it wasn't even Final Fantasy for me. I just fucking happened upon it. Weed days. Fucking weeds. So, my, my, my reasoning was even worse. <laughs> okay. But yeah. <sighs> so, enough about cringe. So, <laughs> um, we are approaching too long episode territory where no one's going to listen. It's, yeah. We Fair should enough. probably wrap up. Uh, but I guess rapid fire real quick, just because some of these agenda points may not be valid in two weeks time. Xenoblade uh-huh. Chronicles 3 has a release date, but I can't quite bring myself to play the original. I have the HD edition of the first game. I tried starting over and I just I'm not interested. I, I know I'm how it ends. It. I'm going to force myself. I'm, I'm going to force myself through it. You got it. Well, to. you know how it ends. So whatever, Dylan. <laughs> yeah. <fair. laughs> All right. Next. So next. Uh. Ubisoft might get bought out uh, soon. You know, we talked earlier about how like Square Enix dumped a a bunch of properties. Ubisoft is also looking for a buyer. It might be Sony or Microsoft who could take their properties exclusive, but nobody plays those, so who cares? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Lots of people play Ubisoft. Whoever whoever buys them, if they make Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed again, I'll buy them. Okay, that's it. I'm hoping that someone just buys all of these shitty failing companies and just kills them for good i'm honestly far cry honestly that's what i want i I, i've been saying that since the first one i loved the first one i didn't need two or however many we've well everybody loved Ezio, which is fine because everybody's allowed to have their favorite assassin even though assassin's creed ended with four altair if i had 44 billion dollars i really like four four just played well if i had 44 billion dollars victim and i i didn't buy twitter what i would do is i'd buy these companies out and i would just tell them to stop yeah, just yeah. just just kill them. Just yeah. no more done. You had your fun. That's no, it. see, oh, yeah. Dylan, you're missing the lying and through here. <laughs> I would have bought out Acquire and then bought the rights to Tenshu, and I would have fucking remade the games quicker than they're being remade already. So that would have been the right call. <laughs> I love those games, dude. Tenshu one and two. I I'm still praying, man. Still praying that the remakes are coming. Do you ever play those games, True? Precedent. Uh, no, I did not. You may have was, heard was, of um. I was just about to make the joke though of why play a Tenchu remake when you can just play Sekiro. <laughs> I, it's the same idea. So there's this there's Basically. this anime. It's sort of popular. It depends on who you ask. It was inspired by the Tenchu games. It's called Naruto. Um, but um, I prefer the I mean, games that inspired the work. Um, yeah. they were pretty influential. Very loose inspiration, might I add. But... It, I mean, yeah, I some of it's really uh, close. Wearing any, uh, yeah, I mean, Tenshu had some magic bits, but it was like very. Oh fancy. no, a white haired ninja man's gonna fight a weird, like, medium long hair snake man. Wonder what they're doing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's okay. The same fucking game. <laughs> That's the anime. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Holy <laughs> shit! 
the game came really first. Is. The game came that first. That really is the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing they're missing is the orange jumpsuit. It's, it, it, oh, it's, a, it's a part. Of, it's a part of the uh, the trifecta. The uh, the triangle of stealth games: Metal Gear oh. Solid, Tenchu, and Thief. Yeah, Thief. Well, they fucked up Thief when they remade it too. Yeah, it's okay because because well, it wasn't a remake though. It was it was a brand new title. Help is coming. Yeah, so. Help is coming. <laughs> uh, there's this game coming out. It's called I think it's called Gloomwood. It's made by the guys that made Dusk. It's gonna be Thief with Guns. That's actually I, their website, thiefwithguns.com, but whatever the I, fuck. I right? really wish we had more stealth <laughs> games. We need more stealth games, man. Like, pure stealth games. Okay, I don't, I don't you care know, if I it's love... like, uh, like I, I get shot once I die. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll, I'll I would love games, man. a new uh, Splinter Cell made in the, like, 2003 style. Mm. But anyways, what's next on our list? Okay, rapid fire, rapid fire. Um, the SAG-AFTRA, that's the, the Screen Actors Guild, um for voice actors um so it's a union these are union jobs right and so crunchyroll and funimation um the that merger under sony has effectively centralized a lot of american dubbing and their plan which is probably a union busting effort um which sag aftra is kind of evil so it's like who do I root I for? Know. I'm not sure who I root for in this one because it is union busting, but this union's evil. But like, uh, they are killing all of the remote jobs. So if you don't live in Texas, you're about to not be voicing in any anime. I will say Jesus though, Christ, <laughs> Sagatra at least goes to bat for their voice actors. Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't know. I I hate it because if they start making it localized, the issue is that it'll cut down very hard on talent. And that's one of the things that the the Western world still is just unable to match is the number of talent uh, to like Japanese studios. Also, most voice actors, they're not independent. They either have roommates or second jobs because they have to live in California where everything's expensive and they have to say all the right magic words on Twitter to even get the job hiring in the first place. And now they have to move to Texas. That's like an affront to everything that they do. Right. And Texas is just as expensive. It's yeah, it, it's a nightmare. Well, Austin it is. Is. yeah, that's specifically, and that's where they're and gonna go. Voice acting is so easy to do remote, so them removing remote voice acting is fucking just straight up stupid. Yeah. It, it, the some they delay see, uh, weeks upon weeks of anime now because they don't get the voice lines in time already. Right? Can you fucking imagine what it'll be like when it's only remote? Yeah, fuck right. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's it's just a horrible, horrible, horrible nightmare of an idea. So, um. I'm going to skip and maybe save for next week some of the um, the other bullet points I wrote, like about like Postal 4. It came out and everyone hate it, and reviewers hate it, but the, the players love it. Kind of reminds me of a Rotten Tomato score. Um, <laughs> Nintendo also rumored to be union busting. We might know more in two weeks. Um, Amy Hennig is writing a Star Wars game. We just talked about how Star Wars and how it's a guilty pleasure. I don't really like but, Star Wars that much, but I will fucking play the shit out of the game. I, I really like Soul Reaver. Amy Hennig wrote Soul Reaver. And the first Simple two, as. First two <laughs> Uncharted games. I, I didn't play those. It was kind of on three as well, but... <laughs> I, oh, they're, oh, they're, I mean, they're I'm sure they movies. are. They're actually movies that you get to move around in. And she wrote the first <laughs> Last of Us as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, the, I'm, I'm which, trying to sell uh, her as a good thing. So I thought the first one was <laughs> no, no, no. pretty good. The, the thir- first one was very thought-provoking. And, first one's you good. Know. I like it. I know. I know you do. We've talked about this. I I gave it a shot, and I just didn't like it. Like, well, you're allowed to not like the, the game. The second the, the one was a, was a giant solid. affront. And I don't even give a shit about like any of the, the other shit. I, but it, it's just like themes and the morals 
and the storytelling medium was all entirely like 180 for mm-hmm. two. Like and we talked about it before to... on our show, and I know I didn't play the second one because I didn't like the first one, so why would I do that? Um, but there's a lot of people who are like, you need to play the second one before you criticize. I'm not criticizing it. I'm just not going to spend my money on it. Like, yeah. I, no, yeah. Oh, I, 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 I watched the, <laughs> the I watched the playthrough. That that's as close to playing as I was like. So. I don't need that. <laughs> that goes back. That goes back to the to the to the old uh, 4chan image of 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 yesteryear of the man taking a shit on someone's plate, and he's like, "Why are you taking a shit on my plate?" And he's like, "You don't know it's shit. You you haven't." It hasn't come oh, out yet. You haven't yeah, tasted exactly. it yet. You haven't tasted like, it. How do you know? It's like I can shit. see it right there. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, and, that, and that's pretty much it. It's like I looked at the shit from a safe distance to see if I uh-huh. was gonna like it or not, and yeah. I realized that it smelled really bad. And I said, "Nah, that's it's, all right." It's okay to just not see things that you don't think you're going to enjoy based on evidence. It's too, or too intuition much nowadays for me what? to spend my time on shit. It's well, too it, much, and especially it's sixty fucking dollars. Yeah, there's that. Or well, eighty doing in Canada. Yeah, eighty Canadian. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But or like, ninety one. Now that I had let, to pay let's tax take, on that shit. Too. Let's take movies for example, right? Like there was a big controversy about that new Ghostbusters movie with the all female cast and how it wasn't a very good movie. Yeah. I I didn't see it, and a lot of people are like, "Oh, because you don't want to see a movie full of women." I've never seen a fucking Ghostbusters movie. None of them. Why would I see this one? Yeah. <laughs> Why am I a bad person for not seeing this movie? Like, well, it's one of the things that you know. <laughs> I mean, I watched it. It's not good. The fallback. I believe you, but I'm yeah. I don't I'm not gonna watch any of them. Go ahead. Bro. I watch on TV well, though. So. Yeah, the absolute <laughs> fallback between the you know I hate women or whatever. But a lot of people worked really hard on it. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they deserve my money. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure every product that comes out, there was someone somewhere that worked really hard on it. It sucks for them that they ended up working on the wrong project. But that's yeah, the poor yeah. Chinese could... kids worked really hard on my iPhone. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for them, but I need I need my iPhone. Yeah, you can use that iPhone to rewatch Gundam instead of their movie. Like exactly, exactly. Those poor <laughs> Chinese I do kids don't need a move, me to watch their movie. It's terrible. So I have one Even final. They work really hard on it. One final topic before outro. This is a real topic, not a rapid fire. Okay. So I don't know how long this is going to take, but in, in trio series, I think it's going to be a fun topic. So I watched the first episode of the Halo TV show. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Did anyone else? Ugh, just me? I did not. I, I tried, but I didn't get very far. Okay, Hard I, pass. I Hard pass. Yes. I want to yeah. talk about it. So I want to contrast this with Cowboy Bebop because I also watched the first episode of Cowboy Bebop. There's a big difference, and I think there's a couple of interesting points here, right? Now, first of all, the Cowboy Bebop Netflix show is also very bad, right? Yeah. Um, yes. It all came out at once. One go, right? Mm-hmm. Same as the new JoJo season, which I actually did like Stone Ocean, the first season of Stone Ocean. That was really nice. Yeah. But um, same problem with Cowboy Bebop and Stone Ocean, you know, Stone Ocean being good, Cowboy Bebop being bad. Um, it all comes out at once. And so this idea of JoJo Friday, right? Um, like oh, there's no yeah. weekly discussion of the new episode and what might happen next. It's like, yeah. did you binge it? Can I spoil it? Like it, it's the discussion is dead, right? Yeah. Whereas uh, old JoJo before Netflix came out week after week. And then so is the Halo TV show. So week after week, people are talking about it. More people are thinking about seeing it, and more people are shitting on it. Now, mm. I have to give my honest take. I knew, I mean, I could tell because the, the people who made the show said they didn't play the fucking game. So I knew uh, it wasn't going to be an accurate reflection of the game. I mean, it's an entire fucking rewriting at this point. It, it's so There's bad. so much wrong with it if you were going for an adaptation. I think that's okay. And let me explain why. Because uh, I need to talk about Cowboy Bebop for a second. That was wrong. 
what they did was they t- oh, yeah, they stayed horrible. as close to the anime as they could while making it different, and that felt incorrect. It's like you got an answer wrong on a test, right? Listen, anime does not translate well to live action. This is a, this is a lesson <laughs> that needs to be learned. They also just just did it horribly. Too. Yeah, it was yeah. really cheesy like, and dumb. Yeah, it's like at every time like every one-to-one recreation of a scene was just wrong. Like right. they just fucked it up. But you can't say the same for Halo TV. Well, the story is wrong when you think of important plot details of Halo. And yeah. you also think of the, the places where Halo's gone wrong with like 343 in the later games, right? It's like, what am I defending? Like I'm already critical of the original, right? Because it kind of goes off the rails at the end, right? So w- what stake do I have in the TV show? The TV show starts off and out the gate, it is fucking different. Right. And there there's yeah. no one to one like cutscene comparison like the Cowboy Bebop tried. They don't even try to make it similar. And it's like they're doing something different. And I'm like at the end of the first episode, I'm like, that was fucking weird, but it could be fun. And now I haven't seen any other episodes after the first one. And I know from the online reception that it gets a lot worse. Yes. Yeah, yeah they even showed the chief's face. In the and, first episode, yes. And he's yeah and his ass. And his ass. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Doesn't Didn't he also see that. Have like amnesia or something in this one too. They've rewritten uh, a lot. Yeah. So, like the entire premise of the Halo TV show is the Master Chief is one of many Spartans. They they show up to do stuff. I mean, some of it was kind of like accurate in that they're they're talking about other things because in Halo lore the Spartans were made to kill humans, not aliens, right? Yeah. And that's you know kind of downplayed in the games, right? well, the early games. Because that's not what well, that, that came. That detail comes later, right? And also because, later, yeah. because Bungie didn't write that. Yeah, right. that too. Yeah, <laughs> that, was in a, that was in a book somewhere yeah. else. Somebody made that exactly. But it, but it was in a time where they cared, so they made it work. Yeah, because right. I think Reach touched on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Reach touched on it. Yeah, yeah, Reach was and Reach came out at the same time as the first game, I believe. The book, like, uh, yeah, the yeah, Fall, Fall of Reach. Reach. Yeah. I right. believe they came out at the same time. Right, at least close enough, you could say. So the TV show, they have these humans. They're critical of the UNSC. They're like rebellious, right? Like they're the kind of humans that the Spartans would probably pacify, lethally, right? Mm-hmm. And there's this like, girl, like co-lead character, who is like the last survivor of this village that is, you know, struck by the Covenant in their first offensive. And it's like, okay. And then the chief has this like crisis moment where he's like, okay, I just been given orders to terminate this girl. Because my purpose as a Spartan is to terminate humans by the orders of this, like, corrupt fucking institution. And I am not doing that. I'm going to betray my programming because they're fucking programmed. And the, the premise of the show is he's running from the UNSC and the Covenant uh, with this girl. And they stuff will happen. Like, that's the premise at the end of the first episode. I know it does not happen. It goes off the rails. But, like, that's not Halo. And there's also oh, there's no, other things that... wrong. That sours me so much. I didn't even know that. That hurts. There's other things wrong. For example, the Covenant have this character that the prophets talk to. They call the Holy One, and it's a human. A human girl. Well, that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense at all. Anyone who knows anything about Halo is like, wait, they hate the humans. That's actually part of their religious doctrine that they murder them because they're reclaimers, right? Yes. And before 343 got a hold of it, like humans were just... They were forerunners, honestly. Three four three is the one that changed that. Right. It's like that's oh, obviously yeah, what they were going and for, they and then in the fucking shield worlds and red energy yeah. bullshit. Yeah. It, the concept of a shield world was also kind of dumb. Um, and then so the TV show it gets even weirder. Command like I forget the ranks. Keys the guy 
and the yeah. daughter share a scene together. What do, what do you mean? Like, they talk to each other in the first episode. That's weird, because in the original game, Commander Keys is this guy who makes this heroic sacrifice to make the events happen in Halo 1. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah, his yeah. daughter, like, the first scene that we ever see of her is she's getting the flag and the memorial plaque or whatever yeah. from his funeral in an award ceremony. And that was tragic and sad. You just assume they have a good relationship from the get-go. But no, they're conspiring as part of this evil military organization, the UNSC. And it's like, why they're talking to each other. They never shared a scene together in the original games. This is very strange. Why is that happening? It's not right. It feels wrong, right? It, it almost sounds like they wrote all the characters on cue cards, threw them on a fucking table, <laughs> and, the, and then they, they organized them based on a fucking affiliation and said, oh, evil organization. Oh, it gets worse. There's, there's a, a medical person, like a doctor of some kind, not the, the, the girl that not made Halsey. Cortana. Not Halsey. She's in the show, too. Uh, oh. There's another doctor lady who is like higher ranking than everyone in the fucking show, uh, some sort of UNSC like bigwig, and it's the mother of daughter keys, and it's like this isn't a character in the sh- in the game at all. Who the fuck is this? Yeah. God damn! It's like what is this sh- this show on about? It doesn't make yeah. sense. There's other why problems. Just, why not just make a new show? <laughs> I know. Which I mean, the ant that was a rhetorical question because we know they it's won't. Just- to piggyback off well, of the it, success. Exactly. The, the, the writers that they hired or that got on the project mm. were definitely not good enough. So they're using the name Halo to fucking ride on. Yeah. Well, and I mean, people are just sick of that nowadays. So it's I, like, I'm probably not going to watch the rest of the episodes because at the time, like I have it now because uh, my stepdad gave me a password. But at the time, I didn't have Paramount Plus. Right. So I was like, oh, I can't see the rest of the episodes anyway. And they're still coming out anyway. I'll just watch the online reaction, which yeah. is overwhelmingly negative. Uh, yeah. But it's like at the end of episode one, I was willing to give it a chance because it was going somewhere different and they weren't trying to emulate the games at all. Whereas Cowboy Bebop, I had to drop after the first episode. I tried to give the second episode a chance. I stopped after like the first 20 minutes because it's just yeah. not right. It's wrong. Whereas the Halo TV shows, it's not even trying to be right. It's its own thing. And it's like it could be good. It's not. But it could have been. That's a big difference. Maybe in the last episode, Chief will find out that he's been living in a simulation all along. Yeah, and he's in an Abstergo lab somewhere, living an ancestor it'll, life. Uh, <laughs> the, the camera will pan out, and it'll be a kid playing the original the Xbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it'll and be then, a kid mashing his old Halo action figures. Yeah, together. there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, and he's got the headset on. So he's just screaming as loud as he can. He's <laughs> screaming. He's, he's gamer screaming word and gamer all. Word. It's like, <laughs> this entire TV show was a reference to Arby and the Chief all along. <laughs> There you Just... go. That's what it needs to do. It needs to zoom out, see a kid playing the game on his Xbox, and then he just looks at the camera and goes, "This game fucking sucks." And then just end. <laughs> yes, that would that would redeem it very, very quickly. So that's the last topic we really have time for. Like, I just wanted yeah. to get that one out there because I'm probably going to forget. Dylan just in two wanted weeks. to watch me and Trio to fucking cringe. Also, really Trio, wild. you have a history in Halo. We talked about this last time you were on the show. Like, I do. You have a. You act, why don't you talk about it before we stop? Um, I mean, I've been playing Halo since uh, original when it came out. Uh, I was big on a lot of the uh, different clans that were around during the Halo 3 days. Um, even going so far as uh, uh, Vreezy on Ship Poster Club. Well, I guess not a Ship Poster Club anymore, but on the Fediverse. Um, me and her actually interacted with each other before we had ever even met. Oh, on 
the Fediverse. That's it, awesome. it was crazy, crazy community. I miss it so much, and it's one of the reasons why I think that Xbox 360 Live days were probably some of the best days yep. in multiplayer agree. gaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was about to say, and... Victim's right there with you. I was sad he yep. wasn't there when we talked last time because like, he's, he had the Halo poster in the background for the longest oh, yeah. time. Uh, you still got I it somewhere. If it wasn't so hard to fucking put back. <laughs> it's okay. But it's yeah. like over there. <laughs> Halo, was like, yeah. Halo was like my shit, and that's what makes it so sad after playing Halo 4 and then just dropping the whole series Same. immediately right there. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I liked Reach's single player, but I couldn't stand I, the, the, yeah. the multiplayer. Just I, yeah. I couldn't tell you what it was at the time, mm-hmm. but I just I didn't feel right. With Halo that, 3 felt like the peak. Yeah. With like, that being said, some things that were better, but 3 was the peak. I liked 3 a lot. Yeah. With that being mm-hmm. said, I really really enjoyed Halo Infinite's single player. I haven't yeah, got around it, to that one yet. I'm waiting for co-op. Halo Infinite made me happy, honestly. Halo Infinite's multi- or single player was really good. Mm-hmm. It, well, they figured out how to make a better grapple than Doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah so. somehow. And oh, it, they yeah. ruined it all with the multiplayer, which the multiplayer, very unfortunate. Yeah. Very unfortunate. Well, I mean, that's what happens when you don't support something. So... For everybody who's got to be somewhere, you know, in 2030 or whatever, you can suck it up. So what happened with uh, Halo Infinite's multiplayer Mm. was not Bungie, 343, said, hey, we got you, Microsoft. And then they didn't got Microsoft. Microsoft also didn't throw enough money at it because this should have been the thing that they basically said, here's a gimme for everybody. Come yeah. play our Xbox. Come play our new console. Here's a free, yeah. really good game. And it's like, they didn't do that. Like, that was the obvious, like... Yeah, it, <sighs> it should be getting, Oops. like, weekly updates. Yeah. Like, it... Or but, it could have at least been monthly. At this so, point. Just being the, the latest news is that Season 2 of Halo Infinite multiplayer is announced. The rewards are lacking, and the length is six months. Feels like they gave up but we can ramble about that in two weeks time i think yeah they'll either fix that or it's gonna just be confirmed to be that yeah. bad yeah. <laughs> so i need i need to play infinite then i think that's i think that's the takeaway single player is a solid game i'm waiting for the co-op campaign that they promised it isn't out yet so oh. we should do the outro because we are bordering on episode too long for people to give a shit about sounds yes good. so that sounds good to me you can follow me at shipposter.club slash dialon. You can you can follow her. Oh my camera. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> you can follow her at uh shipposter.club slash irony two and two. She decided to hop into the studio <laughs> office room, whatever you want to call it. Trio or special guest, where can they find you? Uh you can find me at shipposter.club slash trio Uh you can find me twitch.tv slash trio I stream uh Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Uh, you can also find me at Twitter if that's your thing. Uh, Twitter.com slash Triodug with a zero. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, Rick, he's in our Discord. Uh, again, yeah. I do not endorse Discord. Do not sign up to it for us. It is a cancer. But if you've already got an account, like most people, feel free to join. Um, yeah, also, I do have a shit poster. <laughs> That's right. We made him sign up during the pre-show one yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can uh, absolutely uh, at me there. Go right ahead. I don't care. I might even respond to you. <laughs> That's right. That is a uh, skuma underscore dealer at shitposter.club. Victim, where are you found and what are you up to? 
Well, you can find me on my Twitch, A Victim of Gaming. It's a mouthful, I know. Um, <laughs> or you can find me on Twitter at, at MM underscore victim. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Lately, I've been just playing Cyberpunk. I've been That's having right. fun with it. I, I got it for you when it was on sale for Christmas. I, I was so worried <laughs> after Elden Ring. I thought open world games were ruined for me. But I was never going to enjoy another open world game ever again. And then... This game actually is pretty fucking good, so that's that's good. I'm enjoying it. That's awesome. So, we got to kill the show before it gets too long. So, bye, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye.